0: Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world, or so they say. Here are your hosts, Jordan, Kyle, Warren, and Tyler.
1: Who wrote this, by the way?
0: What's up, little boomers? Oh, hello. Welcome hey. in to the podcast. Hi, I'm Kyle. Episode 258. 258, man. 258. That's we crazy. Are back. Hockey. I hit episode
2: 200 like uh, seven episodes ago. Yeah. And yeah. we are didn't you, even. Are you listening, listening all the way through? Yes. What? Wait. No, oh, he, he,
0: 200 episodes of you being on. Yes, he joined oh. at episode 50. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 51. Yeah, you're right. Episode fifty
2: was that shit show BrewDog episode. It
0: was an dis- absolute disaster. Uh, hey. Go back and listen to that little boomer. Don't, don't do don't it. Don't do this. Don't, don't do it. Don't listen to that. Don't do it. But anyways, welcome to the podcast. I'm Jordan. Kyle was back after a week hiatus. One week, yeah. A just one week took a week off. I had yeah. to take a nap. Yeah, you had to take a little nap. I did or take or... a nap and then I woke <laughs> up
2: in a in a confusion last week <laughs> in my bed at
0: six o'clock ish. Yeah, we're all just you I'd know. I'd left work early you.
2: and I was like, oh like in a yeah, it was crazy. Like I woke up for work late, and I did
0: technically. Technically, in <laughs> technically. a roundabout way. Yeah, and then you guys did it without me. Yeah, me, Warren, and <laughs> Braden. We, you know, we held. <laughs> not Kyle's not here. Can't do it. <laughs> we we held down the fort here. You know, as you should. Fifty seven. We we did our thing. As right? you should. It was a great episode. Well, I thought so. Thanks. It was yeah. funny. A yeah. good one. Uh, but yeah. So uh, Warren's not here. He's, He's in Vegas. In Vegas somewhere. Vegas working. Know. Yeah. So that's cool. R I P. Warren. Uh, <laughs> Tyler's not here. Tyler's not here. Tyler probably won't be on the podcast as much going forward. Yeah, we uh, we fired him. <laughs> He's dead. He's yeah. We said enough. he is dead. Be gone, sir. He Took died. R. I. P. Tied, Tyler. Shot him <laughs> in the back of the knee. Yes, and then, and then
2: he died from that. <laughs> yep, yeah, he bled out. Bled out. He <laughs> did everywhere. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Anyways, we love Tyler. We love Warren. We love They're Tyler. not here though. Yeah. So let's do an episode. Let's do episode two fifty eight of the podcast. Two fifty eight. So I am already like drinks deep. <laughs> I told you these are nine and a half percent. Not even. I was drinking before I got here. Okay, so you're ready to go. I'm. You're been ready. Re- I've been. Re- I'm like, ready I'm at the, right at the peak of ready to go. Right. See, now. My,
0: my first beer is when I started to, to set up the podcast equipment. So I'm I'm just now getting that little that little buzz. We love to hear it. Yeah, oh, so.
2: brains over here fucking with his new phone. He's Kevin Gates over here, two phones. A fucking
0: pissed. Yeah, Mister. I, gotta, I, got, get, two. I got I got oh. a get a fifteen iPhone. Whatever they call them. I Verizon know. was running a deal. All right, whatever. a deal. Relax. Uh, hey, since our last podcast, so Warren did his best to try to impersonate you as, you know, giving the Traverse City highlights because you went to Traverse City. Yeah. And uh, it looked like a great time. It was good. Yeah. You actually posted some things for us. Which, yeah. You know, we got some stuff out there. Yeah. Which you love to see. Um, so kind of tell us your little experience. I know you had some uh, things you wanted to talk about and it's still a trip that I want to make up there great at some trip. point. Uh, so we, Danny and I roomed with the subjective lead duo. Uh,
2: yeah jeremy and laura we had a great time with those two we had a gr- amazing airbnb it was right on uh spider lake got to do some kayaking like lots our, of
0: spiders up there
2: our air, tons of spiders It was oh, crazy our airbnb like had a dock okay like down into the lake we got to kayak a little bit do stuff out there so that was cool you get like that's really sick. you get
0: like drunk one night and just go skinny dipping and dive in
2: no i did get drunk one night and go kayaking randomly that's by myself that's fun though so that was fun i yeah. got really wet from that that'll happen wet boy yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was cool. But hockey wise, uh, amazing weekend for us. Um, we got to see a lot of dudes that we thought were going to be good coming up and they really showed it this, not this past week and the weekend before in Traverse city. Yeah. Um, Dume being one of them, eight points. I don't know if that's a Traverse city
0: record, but it's probably got to be a lot. Cause what? Yeah, there, that was a lot. There, was there like maybe three or four games they compete in? The Blue Jackets? Three games. He Three? played in two of them. He, he had got, eight points oh, in two shit. games. Come on now.
2: Uh, Fantilli had seven points in two games. Uh, Matejchuk had seven points in two games. And then it kind of dropped off from there. Um, you were there for the old Fantilli Hattie, right? I was. I saw the Fantilli Hattie. Uh, that was that was fun. It's that was beautiful. against Detroit, I believe, on the Saturday game. Yeah. Um, there was a ton of Blue Jackets fans there and obviously Detroit fans. We had like a blocked off media area down on the ice. To watch the game and you know, set up our laptops and all that.
0: You fancy with the media passes, right? Yeah,
2: we got media passes. Although it looks that. like
0: they made it on like Microsoft Paint, though. They yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but it got us in, so that's a- all that matters. I could have made one. Also, a- up.
2: according to these uh, media passes, um, Laura and Jeremy from Subjectively Speaking are now working for the artillery. That's, <laughs> that's awesome because awesome. our logo was on their media. Passes. Welcome aboard. So, welcome they're in, aboard, Subjectively welcome Speaking. Welcome on, Jeremy and Laura. We're happy to have you too. Uh, yeah, man, but the, the, for the Detroit game, they moved fan. Well, this is what they did last year too for the Detroit game up there. Um, they moved the fans down into the media section where the bleachers were, where we were sitting. So because there were so many people, they had to just fill the yeah fill it up. They sold out the whole. It's like the it's like the size of the ice house. Yeah,
0: hmm. basically, and so they, probably two thousand
2: maybe yeah, yeah some close to that. Well, yeah, but um, all
0: the pictures I I saw, like it, it looked packed for pretty much every game. Yeah,
2: and every picture you saw from that weekend on the Blue Jackets Twitter feed was done by the Danny Smith. The Danny Smith. I uh, just throwing that out the there. Danny you Smith. Know, great, great photographer, professional
0: photographer. You happen to know her pretty well.
2: Yeah, I know her pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a great weekend. Uh, Fantaley looks got. I got to Dude, talk to him briefly. Silly. Just just talking Good to one. him. I mean, I am ten years older than him, and his presence, like intimidates me. Yeah. He in a way, like he's just an he is an not an intimidating presence, but he is so well put together and just he he acts like he's been in the year then the league for 5 years already. Like, he, he looks like he's in his late 20s. He carries himself like he's in his late
0: 20s. And also, like, his overall excitement is infectious. He, like, the Blue Jackets are, you know, he's eaten up, like, that social media process. Oh, he's right all now. over. Oh, yeah. The, the Blue Jackets social media team is, like, catching him at every great opportune moment. And he is just absolutely infectious with the camera. And he's going to... If he's not already a fan favorite, by God, he's going to be one by the end of this season. I
2: think that he already is at this yeah. point. And I, I think he's going to, con- to continue doing that, obviously. Uh, but this is just speaking on a fantilly aspect i'll get to the rest of the guys here in a second but fantilly aspect the, the, what he's going to do for this city and this hockey team as a whole in in eight years time yeah. is going to be looked at in 40 years from now and seen as a turning point for this franchise i i truly think that adam fantilly is going to go down as the best blue jacket to ever put on this sweater i think so and Mm. Just, dude it's already there yeah. like when rick nash came in he was a little awkward nervous like kind of like bedard is now yeah like you know and that's that's been our best draft pick to this point right yeah. and Fantilli comes in and he's like yeah i'm meant to be here yeah. this is this is my spot and i he, know exactly and, what, and, and
0: he wants to be here which is he like he wants you to you be here that. and that's the thing
2: with like the social media aspect of it is him being a part of all this media stuff and marketing stuff because he wants to he wants to be here
0: he wants to be a part of the city he wants to be a part of this part of this fan base and that's just not like us saying like oh because every player that comes in here like that's just what they say Mm. no Fantilli before he was even drafted here he literally said like this might be a little unorthodox but I want to go to the Columbus Blue Jackets yeah he's made it known he wants to be here he has family that are very close in proximity in Michigan so they're going to travel down for the game so the fact that you know Fantilli is fully embracing this city right now and 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 even like to what you're saying the the on-ice presence of him and just the off-ice presence the dude carries himself so freaking well and every interview he's done i'm like this are you sure he just he's just out of college because i don't believe it don't believe it
2: yeah it is it is very impressive uh it's very impressive the way he carries himself and i i am confident in saying that he is going to be the turning point point for this franchise i i really believe that that's yeah. a lot of pressure for an 18-year-old kid, but he's he knows this. Yeah. And I think he's shouldered it already and is he's taking it and, and running with it. I mean, yeah. he's everything that he's done in a Blue Jacket uniform to this point, which is Traverse City Development Camp in in one preseason game has been extremely impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Like, there's somebody put up a stat about the amount of points he's had just in a Blue Jacket uniform including Traverse City in the preseason game and it's like 10, 11 points. Yeah. stuff like that in 3 or 4 games. It, it like it's, it's just it, again. This is Traverse City Prospect Tournament and preseason, but still, this guy is going to be, is is very very special.
0: Very special. We are very lucky to have, yeah. and to the, have gotten the him. whole fifth line knows it because we we all were at the draft party, yeah, and we saw when Leo Carlson went number two to Anaheim and the the, re, the reaction. It was at, crazy at how Penn's. loud that cheer was, yeah, dude. It, uh, well, first there was a gasp, like what? Yeah, yeah we what? all were looking. There's no way that Carlson is what <laughs> Anaheim saying, just yeah. went to, an, to, or Carlson just went to Anaheim, and they're like we. And I remember Braden looking at all of us like we got Fantilli dude, before the, even like, the pick was even announced. I was like, yeah. yeah.
2: I was like, there was a no-brainer at that point. And it was yeah. it was, Although just I- as loud when it was announced with a third pick in the
0: NHL draft. We select Adam Fantilli.
2: As just yeah. as loud as that cheer is when Carlson went
0: to the Ducks. We're like, oh, my God, yeah. we're getting him. Yeah, dude. So pumped. I, everything you said, I hope, comes true because I, I see the potential there for it for sure. But, uh,
2: hot take. I mean, that's a yeah. hot take. I, I'll i say it. Best blue jacket to ever put on a sweater at the end of the day. When, <laughs> when it's said, going to be a fantastic. It's a spicy hot take. That's spicy as <laughs> shit. But, like, also, I'm confident saying that because there's not, like, a lot to. I mean, Rick Nash yeah. was a phenomenal player yeah. when he was yeah. here. Like, one of the best in the league while he was here, but probably not a Hall of Famer. And that's, like, the best we got. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's, and that's not a knock by any means. No, you're, I mean, you're But compared on. to the rest of the league and other guys that have played, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't meet the bar. Yeah. I think Fantilli is going to meet that bar. Yeah. When no. it comes to like the Crosbys and the and the Ovechkins and, and shit, I'm telling you, man. Those are big names. I am fucking telling you guys yeah. right now, he's going to do nothing but make this team better. Yeah. He's going to make Lainey better. He's going to make a draw better. He's going to make everybody better around him. Yeah. The, like the second, when I told you guys two weeks ago that he's going to come out of camp as the number one
0: center, I stand by that. Oh, 100%. I, I truly believe he'll be the number one center. I, I think I said like maybe two, three weeks into the season he takes that role. But I'm, I could maybe see it earlier for sure, especially after straight what out I, of camp, dude. Especially what I, you know what he's you know demonstrating on the ice right now and his capabilities. You know, rubbing up, rubbing shoulders with with uh, these NHL caliber guys right now, and he's just kind of proving like, dude, I I belong. I'm here. Like, like today, this is me. he
2: was just ra- he randomly did that. Like his, him and Line have lived together all summer. And today on the Blue Jackets social media, they had like the intuition thing where oh, yeah. they were trying to <laughs> clap at the same time. Yeah. And he's just all over it. And Line A, they just seem like their buddies already. Like and he's also, already yeah. fit in so well and with also, everything.
0: also, side note on Line A, this is the most personality I've seen come from him since he's been here. I Ever since, like, yeah. kind of Fantilli now got Now he's got here. Pascal Vincent, the guy that yeah. he came into the league with, and now Fantilli,
2: who's lived with them and is now in the center of attention with the with the team. Dude, it's all lining up you can, so fucking perfectly right you now. You
0: can tell that Line a is, like, 100% comfortable now. Yes, In I Columbus, agree. which I think is a very dangerous thing for this league, you know, in the next... In the, I don't want to get my hopes up here. I, you know, it's... Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah we, did, right? we did this last exactly. year. We got to... I, I don't understand what this last wee business is. You guys <laughs> did this last year. We, we did. We did. We had some hot, very hot I was like, last no way. Year. They're not making playoffs. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, like it's just, this is the most personality I've seen come out of, uh, out of line A. And I think maybe Fantilly is kind of bringing that kind of youthful energy back into line a, Like, Hey dude, like let's fucking do this. And I think line A's pumped for Fantilly to be here. And uh, they were roommates for a second. And so yeah, there's a lot of a lot of excitement to come into the yeah. season. But anything mm-hmm. else from Old Traverse City, my guy?
2: Uh, other prospects notable: uh, Jordan Dume, obviously, a yes. uh, f- fucking filthy shot that guy has. A uh, little on the smaller side, which is okay. So is Johnny Goudreau, one of the better players in the league. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think Dumay's making the team this year. I think that it doesn't make sense right now. Uh, we're not in win now mode right now, which means he would go back back to they put in a put application in an appeal, for right? an exemption for him. Yeah, uh, to be able to play in the AHL this year. Um, the queue is pretty strict, I guess. So I don't know that it's going to happen. There's it's like a 50 50 shot right now from what I'm hearing. Um, one way or the other, I mean, Dume is going to come in here and and light some shit on fire, kind of like Marchenko did. Yeah, that that yeah. shot is just too good. They we have the physicality now in the in the defense and with a lot of these forwards. Voronkov coming up, Sfozo now coming in, Severson, Provorov, Fantilli's a physical guy as it is. Uh, we have the physicality now on the forward side so we can afford to bring a guy in like Dume and lose a guy like Bemstrom or, or Eric Robinson oh, that are me. kind of physical. I
0: have, I have some Bemstrom talk coming up. So it me. would hey, it, it would kind of make sense
2: right now but the way Pascal Vincent and the guys are talking is that it looks like Matteo Chuck and Dume are probably going to go back to juniors this year yeah. and we'll see them again next year which is unfortunate. I think that they deserve a shot right now with the way they've been playing. Yeah.
0: It just doesn't line up for them right now. Um, But, you know, it's also, I mean, it's a solid problem to have as a head (sighs) coach when you have to make, it's a tough decision to make for sure. Mm -hmm. Like absolutely a tough decision, but it's also kind of a good problem to have because you have some, you actually have some depth where we need depth where we haven't had depth in a a handful of years. So,
2: and what, one more guy I want to talk about that isn't talked about a lot and is kind of forgotten by a lot of the fan base is James Malatesta. Yeah. He is, probably the fastest guy in the system right now Mm -hmm. um i was talking about him two years ago you were maybe three years ago when he was playing in traverse city this is his third traverse city i think so two or three years ago i was talking about this guy and how impressive
0: i thought he was So what's the deal with him then why is he not uh he's
2: 20 years old now 20 okay uh he may not make the
0: team but he will be an ahl guy for sure top line ahl guy no contract restriction to where he has to go somewhere no so he
2: he he's an ahl guy now for sure um that's something I also talked to Coach Vogelhuber, Huber, who coached the Traverse City team uh, when I was in. I didn't post any of these quotes, but um, Vogel, I asked to Coach Vogel Huber if he was kind of excited for guys that you know are really good right now, but aren't may not necessarily make the team, like Malatesta, like Matejchuk, guys like that. Yuracek. and he kind of he kind of smirked it off and chuckled a little bit and said, you know, I've thought about it, and there's there's definitely some lines that he's put together for that. That just in case he gets some of those guys yeah. down there that. You know he's pretty excited for that, but Vogel Huber's excited for him. The, the Cleveland's excited for him. He is his hockey IQ is off the charts, mm-hmm. and he's infectious in the locker room. Fantilli even said something about him as well, where uh, every they just everybody loves being around him because he's he's the fun. Like he's the guy that you you go to, uh, to for the for the fun shit I guess yeah basically in the locker room he brings the energy he's the guy on the ice that brings the energy he's he talks gotta, a lot of, have those guys. he talks a lot of shit glue he, guys and he's and he's fast as glue shit guys. glue guys and he's his hockey IQ is off the charts man that guy can make passes that like behind the back passes and shit like that that you've never seen before we have an insanely insanely good crop of rookies coming up
0: young guys coming up take away from what you just said right there he talks a lot of shit i want that on the ice he talks so much shit i want it baby i know Braden can attest to like i love when people talk shit biggest biggest shit talker on the baseball team right there yeah he tells me
2: stories not the biggest but definitely have a mouth on me (laughs) my top three guys from traverse city that are not adam fantilli dumay malatesta mate
0: and so we'll probably maybe maybe see one of those if you think the other two go back.
2: I yeah. Well, I and check was there obviously yeah. as well, but he, he missed development camp, went to Traverse City instead, and scored a goal. But like other than that, just kind of eh. eh. yeah. Yeah, I mean he was he played decent defense, but I don't know. But looks really good, and so does Coolman's.
0: Yeah. No, I, I have. Uh... I have chuck in in terms of the preseason talk, that you know we'll talk about here in a second because I agree with you. I think he looks really good. You know, mm-hmm. I think he maybe cracks that. Uh, Ooh,
2: else? I don't know about that. Yeah. You think he cracks the what? I yeah. think he opening maybe. night roster. Ooh,
0: maybe.
2: Maybe a healthy scratch conversation. It's a conversation. You got to move Peak out of there and sh- I maybe. Yeah, I don't know. We have a whole. Pascal Vincent, man, and now there's a lot of... There's not a lot. A few people saying that this is another Brad Larson comes out of the torts blender and all this shit. Shut up. Maybe. I, I have enjoyed everything I've heard from Pascal Vincent over the last two years. I am I wanted him as our coach before they hired Babcock. I have receipts on that. You have receipts, for sure. I, I just... I think that he is was the right guy to begin with, and I think now that it sucks that he gets the opportunity the way he did... But I think he's going to make the most of it. We're this is going to be a more successful team than people think this year.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm yeah. actually saying
2: that this time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Not unlike last season. Hey, this isn't season prediction time yet. But Adam
2: Fantilli is going to fucking surprise people this year, man. I I'm do, telling you.
0: Are we doing next week for season
2: season predictions? Season predictions are next week. That's okay. yeah. Because yeah. I
0: think are all the when are all the roster cuts are going to be done by then, right? I believe. I think so. At, at think least. It, the, we're gonna uh, have a we're gonna have a good gist of exactly who we're gonna have. I think so, yeah. I think there's gonna be some predictable guys where like, okay, they're here, but they're probably gonna go, you know, Cleveland or elsewhere. Right. Um but yeah, so anything else from old Traverse City?
1: No. no.
2: I talked to Tyler Pedal. Okay. A little bit. Last yeah. pick. He's cool. Nick Nick Pearson, Justin Pearson. Peddle just, just got cut, didn't he? Not cut, just sent back to his junior sent, team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was he got drafted, so he's still with the team, but yeah, just the, for, the wordage on that is confusing. It was like the first round of cuts. PTO say, players yeah. get cut and there's a lot of the yeah. professional tryout players will okay. get cut. And a few of those have been cut already. But yeah, that, that opening, that preseason roster they dropped on Friday before the Pittsburgh game on Sunday. Yeah. 42 forwards and like 30 some. <laughs> defensemen, oh my word. Six yeah. goalies. Well, Pascal Vincent is going to have his yeah. hands
0: full with some uh tough decisions, which I'm here for that, baby. But hey, we are 15 days officially away from opening night. Nice. 15 days, baby. It's electric. I'm you know, It's the off season like sometimes I look forward to especially after the season we had last year. And but it just flies by, but now I'm right back in it. I'm ready, I'm like, I'm yeah, ready to go. I am itching kind of a yeah. little bit for it. I'm ready to go. I'm i I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, how we do the lines and you know, just the strategy that old Pascal is going to come out with this year. I'm pumped for it. But yeah, 15 days. So some other news and notes before we get into the substance of our episode. The Blue Jackets have a new assistant coach. Just announced that. How do you say his name? Mark Recky.
2: Riki Re- Rafiki I, mean, R- I, mean, I, I
0: I I've known of him in the league but like I just you know when it comes to me and pronunciations I still can't get Yeah, it you're out. brutal it comes down to Zach Rinsky all the time you know I put the R in front but you know power play uh, coach yeah so uh let's let's talk about him for a second you played 22 seasons in the National Hockey League he played for the Penguins the he Flyers, played for 22 seasons 22 seasons the dude fucking played, baby. He knows his shit. Holy shit. shit. Uh, Pascal Vincent said he wanted, a, he wanted an assistant with some gray hair, meaning like some experience. Damn. And he he got him. So played 22 seasons, Penguins, Flyers, Canadians, Hurricanes, Thrashers. Thrashers, that's a fucking throwback. Yeah, uh, which, holy shit. <laughs> again, the, the NHL is still trying to get another team in Atlanta for a third time. It's going to be us. Jesus Christ. Shut the fuck up. Don't say stuff like Shut that. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. Uh, also played with the Lightning and the Bruins. He's a hockey Hall of Famer. Um he was a player development coach with Pittsburgh. Uh, he was a part of the 2016, 17 Stanley cup championship teams there in Pittsburgh, uh, later moved to an assistant coach in Pittsburgh. Uh, he went on to be an assistant coach with the devils in 2020. And now he's officially been brought on by Pascal Vincent to be a, uh, an assistant coach. And from what all speculation points towards is going to be heading up the power play, which we know needs a lot of help. But I also have seen quite a bit of promise in preseason in terms of, you know, the way that has been playing out the power play, but, uh, I think all, all in all, a great, great hire. I mean, when I first, I didn't really, I didn't know what to expect with the assistant coaches because obviously Pascal moved on to the head coach position. So we had a had a vacancy there, and I thought they brought in, this is maybe, you know, kind of a last-minute guy to come in, but I feel like it's a good-ass experienced player turned coach and especially being a part of some, some Stanley Cup championship teams in Pittsburgh, That's pretty big. Like, I feel like the guy knows what he's doing. So I think all in all, it's a great hire by the Columbus Blue Jackets Mm -hmm. after kind of looking a lot into his resume. So I don't know what your guys' thoughts there are, but I'm I'm a fan of the hire. Sounds great. Sounds great. Sounds great. We'll see what happens. Yeah,
2: I mean, I I don't know how much – you can't say much more on a power play coach.
0: Dude. We'll uh, see. (laughs) Yeah, it's almost kind of like, here are the keys. Good luck. We've tried for about five, six years now, if not longer. They even brought – what's his name, man?
2: Uh, he's Montreal uh, coach.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, the Fuck. what's his name? I can oh, see his that face. Guy's name. The who the guy, the power play coach, they brought in two years ago. Now is now he's Montreal's head coach. Montreal's coach. Oh, oh, I, I don't know. Oh my god, why are Saint, we blanking? Martin St. Louis, Martin St. Louis. Louis, Jesus. Yeah, Martin St. Louis. Yeah, thanks, Braden. Yeah, the, good job, Braden. Thank you. Thanks my Brayden. phone's set up, so I'm here now. Yep, thank you for finally joining the podcast. Sorry, Mr. Okay, relax. Uh, but yeah, so, anyways, good, good hire. I, I like it. Um, Again, like I have, I've seen his name mentioned, and I've I, I've known the, I've known him, not known him a lot as a like as a player, but like obviously because he you know he played twenty two freaking seasons. So a lot. Uh, but yeah, to bring in that kind of experience and you know hockey Hall of Famer, and to kind of have that the, the resume of, of being an assistant on very successful teams. That's a it's a good thing to have here in the old Blue Jackets locker room. And as old Pascal said, we need some gray hair here.
2: <laughs> he he needs to loosen up. In his interviews, but he will get there. He'll get there. He needs to loosen up. He'll Has he there. ever like been on a camera before? Yeah, he did a few games last year when Larson was sick oh, or yeah. something as head coach. Yeah. He's—he's—he th- was a—he's coached in juniors, won championships, coached okay. in AHL, won yeah. cha- like he's done all of it. He's yeah. been head coach, just not in the NHL. Okay. He, yeah.
0: But He's yeah, like, man, might, he might hey be man, throw nervous. a joke in there
2: once. Take, take, throw a joke in every once in a while. Huh? Well, that would be a little bit. Know. He'll get
0: better as he goes. I think. I, I think even going back I to uh, going back to Larson, I feel like even he was not like loose in front of the camera. He was just kind of like just. Man. And
2: which is crazy because we, I was talking about this with Jeremy from Subjectively in Traverse City. We're out there with Portsline and Brian Hedger and whatever. All these fucking these NHL journalists and shit talking to fans All this whatever. And like every, nobody's, this was right smack dab in the middle of the Babcock stuff. And nobody's asking anything, anything about anybody, anything about Babcock stuff, like at all. Like, what are you hearing? What are there was one point when Portsline took Yarmo off to the side and had a quick conversation with him off the record. And then like, nobody knew what he said. And then they, and then later that day on our way back from fucking Traverse city on that Sunday, Babcock resigned. But the, the Columbus media is like,
0: quote resigned
2: he resigned yeah okay. he got fired exactly it was hey resign or we're hey, going to fire, we're fire you him, so, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly uh um, <sighs> i want to talk can we talk about the yarmo press conference
0: before we yeah well, yeah you we, before we can we like yeah because you haven't been here for a week since we did about what last jd week. said that was
2: but like the anyways going back to what i was saying right. the the columbus media is soft like we're not asking hard questions compared to other markets. Yes. And I'm not, I don't mean we as in like, I'm part of that because I was, I do Traverse city like once twice. I've done it twice. I'm like part of the Columbus media when it comes to hockey on the journalism side on this side, I am 100%. Yeah. But like, we're not asking like insanely hard questions or like prying or, or why didn't you do this or that or anything like that? It's just real soft, easy questions all the time. Fucking they're, they're they're layups every single time. Mm. Loosen up a little bit, Pascal.
0: Yeah. That whole, the whole press conference with J.D. and Yarmo there were all layups.
2: Every single, well, there was a few. Clay Hall asked a few tough ones. Yeah. Like, did you know about this, and why didn't you say anything for before? Yeah. Like, that kind of, that's a hard question.
0: Yeah. Why didn't you say something before is, oh. uh What was your interpretation of of the press conference in the sense of, like, J.D. and Yarmo, right? So, I, I thought J.D. <laughs> came off authentic. I thought he did. I thought Yarmo kind of came off as like a, I don't know. Just I just think JD's a better actor. These yeah. guys are, are clearly.
2: I am not one to talk poorly of our front office ever. I, I started the in Yarmo we trust hashtag. I I am all I am in Yarmo. I want Yarmo. I you're, want I want. Yeah,
0: you're in him. I'm in
2: Yarmo. In Yarmo. In yeah. Yarmo we trust. In fully inserted. I am in Yarmo.
0: Yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> hashtag I am in Yarmo. Fully inside start, start of Start that hashtag now. Anyways, <laughs> fully
0: inserted. <laughs>
2: But that press conference was so half-assed, in my opinion. Really, JD like as a like as a whole, as all. I mean, yes, as a whole, it wasn't. They didn't even do it in the in the in the room in the press conference room. They did it up in the concourse of Nationwide Arena, which is fine, I guess. They had to fit more people. They yeah. thought. But then, like JD, I think is just a better actor. Like, oh, I, you know, they are going to do what they do, and and it's private and all of that, which is exactly how it should be for the people that are saying that it shouldn't have been private that is how you protect the players and that's how Mm -hmm. you get the correct information the truth out of players is by saying we just need the information your name will not be released that's why the nhlpa takes care of it because they cover the players they protect them they get the actual truth information Mm -hmm. out of these players with no repercussions for the players which is exactly how it should be it is done very well by them Mm -hmm. So that is fine on JD's part to say we didn't know what actually they was talked about because they're not allowed to know. That's the point of it. Yarmo coming out though and and being like, not even apologizing for it for it. And I'm not looking for an apology, but I'm looking for for you not to to build up Babcock as he leaves. We thank you for your professionalism and your yeah. like. Yeah. What? What? What part of? Taking a player off nationwide campus, not meeting it, meeting him, having him come to your house for a lunch to for meet lunch. this player, reportedly, reportedly, this is not confirmed. This is alleged, but it has been released by many there's different a lot people. Of, there's a
0: lot of credible sources that have
2: that are saying this, including I, Elliot Friedman. And At,
0: at this point, come like, to your
2: come to your house, yeah. come to my house, says Mike Babcock, and I'm going to feed you lunch. We're going to get to know each other. It's as a player. I'm not gonna say it's Fantilli, I don't know. I truly do not know, mm. but I cannot think of anybody else it could be that's higher profile than that
0: young than Adam Fantilli other than Kent Johnson. My first thought was maybe a Kent Johnson but again it's not me like because trying Because Kent Johnson lives in Michigan also yeah, and, and that's it, not it, a far drive. And it's mm-hmm. not like you know we're Just, not trying to throw any player under the bus or speculate yeah. as to who it is because that, that ship is sailed that ship we are done with it. Regardless. Right? Babcock is done but yeah to go back to what I was saying. Come to my house, I'm going to go through your phone
2: for 10 minutes and then tell you to leave without feeding you lunch talking to you about anything else. Yeah. Nothing like that. Get out of my house. And then immediately, y- and then Yarma comes you are out. fired. And then Yarma comes out and, and says, thank you for, for your professionalism. Yeah. Threw me off immediately. Yeah. I have been on the Yarmo train for 10 fucking years now. Mm-hmm. And now I'm a little, mm, that's about three years longer mm, than I have been on. Are not not sure, sure, man. You sure about that? What, profe- sure about that? what, ty- what sort of professionalism <laughs> are we... Because he came out and read from a fucking script and said the right things when he
0: first got hired. I've changed. I've taken years off. I'm just looking for the joy in hockey. And listen, when, like I was sold on that because I trusted in the front office for that for that split instant. And yeah. and you know, we had many podcasts, you know, three or four ago where we like we were like, All right, we're siding with with we think this is, just, this is just getting blown out of proportion for no reason because it is a guy like Babcock. But when the facts came out, you know, we were proven wrong, but we were kind of leading with what we knew at the time right. because we didn't want to blow it out of proportion. And then we didn't think that it needed to be blown out of proportion. And that's kind of where we stood for the longest time. But once the facts rolled out, then, yeah.
2: Yeah, Biz was right. <laughs> Biz was right. Yeah, like,
0: much, like, like, listen, like, and the fact, yeah, the it's, fact the statement was released in Yarmo, I, I, I thought – jd was authentic in that press conference i thought yarmo was unauthentic and that's what really bothered me because yarmo said the same damn thing that he has said for the past 10 years about building culture building you know building just a a successful team and always having a healthy healthy locker room and he does sound a bit like a broken you know what he says the same damn thing every single year and it's just like dude nothing's changed with you you know what this seemed like to me was that he
2: saw a shortcut and went for it oh and then it, it blew up in his face so quick. That oh, with a Babcock. Very with good. Babcock. Bat- yeah, that was the dude. shortcut to winning. And it, all it was going to do was alienate the young players. At the end of yeah. the day, that's all it was going to do. But I mean, yeah. again, like even when he took it, it's like Babcock said all the right things. Like it, but I mean, dude, like <laughs> I, we said, we it just sucks that it happened. Like he would, he see, like I think we all kind of bought into the image that he had changed a little bit. But like I think you're right in the sense that he saw a winning coach interview for the job and he was probably he was he was saying he was swooning they fell in love with the yeah. idea that's another that, about that's something I've, i was listening to the podcast last week like yelling at my at my <laughs> at my car <laughs> on my way into work the next one It was on like Thursday a car morning. mic for when yeah. like <laughs> just, like no that this and that and this is an old boys club hire It's exactly no, what it yeah. was all yeah. these you you hear this shit come out and they made it public yarmo and jd went to hitchcock to get advice and yeah. And all the you know Hall of Famer Ken Hitchcock and and other guys that have been in the same position and this whole this whole thing was about uh, uh, power abuse power authority abuse about a fifty six year old head coach that's going to be a Hall of Famer probably at the end of the day maybe not after this I, I don't um, even know if you will but should statistically should be a Hall of Famer at the end of the day yeah uh and and uh, talking to these. You know, getting what he wants out of these young nineteen, twenty-year-olds that are trying to make his team—that he has full authority over—that they're not going to tell him no in that in that instance because they're scared that if they tell him no, he's going to get mad and cut them for that or something. That's what I think. That's that's fucked up. (laughs) I think we talked about it last week with Warren, and then the Sunday episode we did. It was like it was all a mind game. Yeah, it was very much a power play on the younger players. Because I mean, you look at Babcock's history; it's always been younger guys that he does this shit to it's never the older experienced guys that are like right you're gonna In step the, up and say something the older guys are gonna say it be like i don't think you're gonna yeah. go through my and phone for so 10 like, minutes yeah. but i'll show you some pictures of my family like
0: and like well you know we'll talk about here for a, a second sorry i'm bringing it back up you're good. No,
1: you're good you're good
0: you weren't yeah. here for it so oh, yeah, absolutely just fire away my guy but uh but yeah like uh, we kind of touched on it for a second last last episode to where it was like he presented it in a way with the older players that he did not present it in a way with the younger players. So it was a mind game between the locker room that I, is obviously a very unhealthy dynamic because the older players like Zach Rowinski, uh Johnny Goudreau, Boone Jenner, uh, whoever else he met with, it, it was almost presented as like a innocent, like, hey, let's get to know each other. But then once the younger players get called in, he knows he has this, this power over them to where Braden says kind of a power dynamic to where he can take advantage of that. And that's kind of where things went south. And that's where, you know, that wasn't initially reported. And that's where we, we kind of initially sided on the, on, on kind of team Babcock, Babcock, but you know, the facts came out and no longer, no, get, get get the hell out of town, my guy.
2: Yeah. You know what? Another thing is too, that I've noticed. Yes. I was very wrong on all of this. What do you mean? Like so loud on the whole few weeks ago when I did the, when we did the episode where I screamed into the mic for 15 minutes. (laughs) Yes. So wrong. And I was wrong on Twitter. And then I came out and said, Hey guys, I was really wrong about this yeah. and I'm sorry and apologized, owned up for what I did, for what I was saying at two spin checkers and all that and then moved on with my life and nobody's given me shit for it since then. There you go. See? That's a, all you have to if you fuck up in life, Mike Babcock. <laughs> just apologize for what you did and actually, be fucking better. Actually change the way that you do things because yeah. you're actually sorry for what you did and then move on with your life.
0: Yeah, And like, we ha- like we, normal people and do. we haven't heard a peep from Mike Babcock beyond like the face or the fake. Uh, oh, I've
2: been reaching out to everybody. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. Dude,
0: that'd be, that'd, <laughs> that'd be an episode. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be an episode. It
2: is pretty wild that he said, Oh, I I'm going to the- resign because I don't want to be a distraction, even though I know I didn't do anything wrong. And then we had, nobody's heard for anything from him since. And I know damn well he's gotten hey, if, so, so many interview requests. Oh, I yeah, know he sure. has. If we get him on at 23 years old, I'm going to walk up to him. Here we go. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you go. Thank you. Here's all of our phones. Here's hey, all my, of our phones. You need to look through our camera rolls do You need to, to look through my first camera. Interview. Roll. My my there you might see uh, my asshole in there at one point. I got a crazy picture. Do you wanna look <laughs> at my camera roll my brand Did new? Did you listen to 15? the Spin Chiglets segment about all of this? Oh yeah. After no, like is. the after, after, after the aftermath. Yeah. yeah. And when like, they were saying like that he this is a this is from Toronto, like when Mitch Marner was a rookie and had to do the same thing but it didn't yeah. get publicized then uh he's looking through his phone and there's party pictures on his phone because there was no warning there's pictures sure. of him partying he's absolutely there, he, there is a, he was a rookie when it happened he was young gets signs a contract gets all yeah. this money goes out and parties and, and it is what it is and then all of a sudden your your old coach now has all these pictures that he's looking at of you partying after you sign your contract on your phone and then he's judging your character based off of those few pictures that he saw Grow the that fuck is up. fucked up go the fuck up. mike babcock yeah. is a fucking it, you know what Commodore was right. Mike Babcock
0: is a fucking pervert. Damn, you heard it here on the Our Toy Podcast. He,
2: Damn, Mike Babcock is a pervert, and he has no place in this league ever again, anywhere in this league.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna go as far as saying he's a pervert because I don't know the in- pervert. Okay, that's that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> he might Mike not. Babcock, I don't. I don't. I don't think, I don't think I mean, he's, don't no, think he he's going through there to find like these, you know, these the in- inappropriate for? pictures. I think he's just kind of like, Looking all right, for a tape what, Cray pics. what kind of character are you? What kind of guy are you? Which again, still fucking wrong. Cause if you look at it from an HR perspective, if your boss walked up, said, okay. Hey, give me your camera, or give me your phone. you ain't going to fucking do it. That's just that. That's a, you know, that's just completely wrong on every level. But anyways, moving on from that, <laughs> can we just do the swoosh? Because right now
2: at this moment, Babcock's didn't come up again. I can't do it. We're never talking about Mike Babcock again. Never we,
1: again.
0: We won't intentionally do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, one more thing for news and notes before we get on to our first segment. Uh, So they're officially taking down the uh, Nationwide Arena. You know how they have all the player portraits, you know, as soon as you walk in on Front Street, right? They have, you know, uh, all the player pictures. So they're taking them down from last season, and they're putting some new ones back up. Uh, So last year, in order, from left to right, they had Zach Rowinski, Johnny Gaudreau. Straight center, they had Elvis Merce Lincolns. Then they had Patrick Line and Boone jenner so they're taking them down and they're going to put some new ones back up it's always a fun little game like to guess to see you know who's going to be who's going to be there so they took them down because like always you know
2: patrick lining got a new haircut and like there's new you know there's updates to look yeah. so they got to redo the new ones
0: they got to redo them but also there's other players with it you know within the team that could potentially crack mm. that that front and center that front and center front right and when center. you walk in
2: oh the five
0: so this this la- did you already say the last
1: one Oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So the five last year we had Zach Rowinski, Johnny Gaudreau, Elvis Front and Center, Linea, and then Jenner. Um, so we're going to play a little game here. We're going to go around and we're going to give our five. Usually it's five, sometimes it's four, and they'll slap like the Blue Jackets logo in the middle. But I think they're going to go five again this year. And they also put players on the back. You know, the more like you know the, yeah. the players that aren't as prominent on the team, at least at that moment. Um, so I kind of want to start off with with my hot take as to t- as to what's going to happen here. Uh so I'm going to go ahead and say right now Elvis is not going to be front and center. He's not going to I don't, gonna I don't be, think he's going to make it. I, see, that was kind of my thought. I it, I think Elvis might be a back guy. I think he might be like a a box office uh the 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 uh the what, what what's that? Who's the sponsor of that? The the, uh, the big bi, bi, the big lots back the big lots box office like windows. Oh, like on the the side side. that has all the the big archway right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm just, I I don't know if Elvis makes it, but I I think Elvis, I think Elvis does make it. I don't think he makes it. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Elvis doesn't make it because I think there's still a lot of uncertainty here, right? I think there's a lot of uncertainty. I think for sure you have Zach Warinsky. I mean that's a no brainer. Yeah, he's back. He's healthy. he's He's your he's your he's your he's your number one D guy. I think Johnny Gaudreau goes front and center,
1: because mm. I mean, when
0: you think of Blue Jackets, for a lot of people right now, it's Johnny Hockey, right? I think it's Johnny. Hockey. I got a hot take for front and center. All right, well, you know, you'll you get there.
2: But yeah, I, I think Gaudreau I, will be on there. I Where think you, I
0: like those two. All right, so I think Gaudreau is front and center. I think Z is right to his left. I think Line a is to his right, and I think I think Jenner is still like he's still going to be front. He's going to be on the front side of it, but I think Jenner maybe keeps his spot. But I think far left, where <clears throat> Z was, is going to be Kent Johnson. So I think Kent Johnson. I think um, Patrick Linea, Johnny Goudreau, and Boone Jenner, and yeah. God, I hope Kent Johnson signs an extension. Yep. I think was that five? I don't. Yeah, I don't, that was five. That was five. Okay, you said cool. uh, Gaudreau's
2: center. Yeah. Z on his left, Linea on his right. Yep. Jenner on the far right. Yep. Ken then, Johnson on the far left. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's that's my thoughts. I think I hate to say it, I, and this may be unpopular, but again, we have a whole Elvis segment because he came out with some hot quotes here uh yeah. recently. Oh my god. But I, I I think Elvis I think Elvis gets moved a little bit. I, I think, think he gets, I think he gets the back, like you said. I think he gets yeah. the box off his side. All right. So who wants to go next here with I got, this prediction? I yeah. got a hot take. All right, hot takes. Okay front go. and center. I might get laughed at.
2: I think Adam Fantilli could make the front and center. That was mine. He's the most marketable guy it makes sense. Look on at, that look roster. At, look around. Who's the only person on all the social media right now? Yeah. He's the
0: hot, Fantilli, yeah. young new draft pick. He's the most marketable guy on our team. I think he goes front okay. and center. Just, But still, in the National Hockey League, I'm, unproven, but I, I respect that, you know. He's the most marketable guy we have on our roster right. right now. Everybody's so high up on Fantilli. You know who was the most marketable a couple of years ago that everyone was high on? Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> um, don't say that. Right, sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, that's not gonna happen. I think Ventilli.
2: his immediate left and right are gonna be Gaudreau and Line. A. Okay. I think it's very similar. I just left off one guy that from you. I think Worinski's on the far right. And I think KJ's
0: on the far left. But I could also see So you said Jenner kinda comes in a little bit. No, Worinski. Did you say Jenner? No. no. so you think Jenner's off? The, I think our, Jenner will be on the back. Our captain. No, uh, you think you can't put Captain yeah, Boone right. Jenner yeah, on I the guess. backside? You kidding me? The disrespect there? You, you're, no out your, you're out of your
2: mind. If Jenner's on the front uh, immediately. I uh, got him. Yeah, out of I get. Okay, then I'll take. I'll put him where KJ will be. But I think the backside is the backside four or five.
0: I think there's four still.
2: I think on the backside it'll be Marchenko, Johnson, Elvis. You guys are forgetting about Severson. You really
1: think Severson's I, I think make we have that's we had, an
2: eight-year contract we just signed, buddy, yeah, and sure. that dude has come yeah. in and just done so much marketing have you looked at a, he's all over behind the battle he's yeah. everywhere and yeah. he loves every second of being here for, on camera that
0: behind the battle was yeah. it was great. it was
2: good a little late i have some complaints and i sent them in to, <laughs> hey i said now they, we're, we're doing draft stuff now right but when the season's getting ready to start we're a little late they used our it was, quote, they used our quote again they did yeah they did but it was really 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 well done
0: oh it was really they're good they're always phenomenal
2: they're so good
0: well done to the just a little late wish they were done it, sooner it was a little late but they are so the production value is so well done oh yeah so so well they've done! They've won like Ohio Valley Emmys for it. Like they, they're kicking ass with it. So good! Please go watch that. All right, Kyle, what are your thoughts on uh, who makes it? Uh, Fantilli. I, I never thought about Severson. That that that's interesting. But like, I guess my mind like definitely have, not Provorov. <laughs> yeah, that would that would uh yeah, that would uh, ruffle some feathers.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, I think Fantilli in the front. Uh, I think Fantilli goes front and center, and it's and I don't you even think, think that's so. One hundred percent. Okay. Dude, he is ever he's all over the place. He is the he is the shining beacon. He is the he is the hope right now that we have to ever win in this city. In my opinion, Ken Johnson gets drafted as a piece to help win like the guys that we've brought in your check, Matej Chuck, Kuhlmans, Fantilli rounds it out. He okay. is the guy that makes it a hole in my opinion. Okay, and I think fair. that's what the fair front office's opinion is as well. Fantilli front and center. Uh, you got Warinsky up there, obviously Jenner, line a Goudreau. Those okay. are the five on the front. And it's, that's not, I don't even think that's a question right now. Fantilli, so, Warinsky, Goudreau, Line. A.
0: To piggyback off what you say, though,
2: uh, Jenner and Warinsky? Jenner, Warinsky, Goudreau, Line, a, Fantilli.
1: That's five. Yeah.
0: To piggyback off what you say, maybe they put Jenner in the middle just to like, he's the captain, but Fantilli's still up there. Just to, like, not... Because, listen, there's... Fantilli's had no wise time in the National Hockey Yeah, you're right. the verdict's still out, right? But we... Obviously, a lot of promise, you know, to what you're saying, Kyle. You think he might be the best player that ever hit this team. But, like, just to, like, save face. Like, all right, Captain Boone Jenner in the middle. And Fantilli, no matter what's up there, right? Maybe. Yeah. I think
2: Fantilli will make the front five. Backside, I think it will be Severson. Is there two on the backside? usually four yeah is it four on the backside yeah Yeah. it's four on the backside sheesh uh severson johnson marchenko it probably i think elvis is gonna make the back still and probably elvis yeah i think that will be the four on the back if they put elvis on the front i think it's a last-ditch effort to like make him happy here if that means anything to these guys which i'm sure that it does yeah i can't imagine that it doesn't mean anything to these guys right who's up there and in what order. It's like a MySpace top friends kind of deal. <laughs> my to- hey, check out, exactly, my exactly check out my what top it eight. Check out my top eight. That's exactly what it is. So definitely, it definitely matters to
0: these. Uh, maybe not a lot, but it, like they think about it every now and then, yeah. possibly. Well, yeah, like, I mean, you drive up and... you. That's your arena, right? And like you drive up and you see your buddy's face front and center. So obviously it means something a little bit, I would imagine, right? But I don't think it uh, it doesn't like get under their skin. I don't think, but they're kind of like, oh, okay, he's the number one guy here. That's that's what front office thinks about him, huh? But that's why I
2: think Fantilli's gonna be front and center. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Fair uh, maybe Jenner in the center. Fantilli I'm going. See, I like. It,
2: yeah, but I, I think it'll be Fantilli. He's the most. I just think guy when you think of
0: Columbus right now, obviously, yeah, Fantilli's on the map. I think a lot of the you know the NHL world thinks of Johnny Gaudreau, so I think I'm I'm sticking by it. I'm going Johnny Gaudreau front and center, and the rest of you know who already who I already said. So I think I think the only person that really Gaudreau's not going to be the center. Come on, he's Come on. not going to be the center. He'll be the center. Come
2: on, he'll he's be, not the be the
0: center. He was close enough to it last year. He was right yeah. there. He was, was right
2: He'll there. be right there again. I mean, he's right there, and he'll be right there again. And the year making. after, yeah. and the year after. In Think about it. After. How long do we have Goudreau? And you're at so, so many We got Goudreau for a
0: long time too.
2: You talked about Severson being up there. Yeah, he's got a point. Yeah, but Goudreau's not the captain, or nor is he. Yeah. Uh, oh my the future shining prospect that everybody's excited about. But he's also a star. And he's not league Elvis. League already. He's already established. People know the name. I'm not disagreeing, but so is Zach Warinski. You Putting him in the center. No. Okay. So what? The, what's exactly. the deal here?
0: He just G- G- Goudreau's more flashy. I will he's say I think kind of Goudreau might be the flashy. biggest. Flashy. might be he... the biggest name on our team. Flashy. But I don't think he's going flashy. In terms of on the ice, right? Like he's just he's that he's that guy. He's he's him. The biggest name in our system right now is Adam Fantilli. Yeah. That's fair. You can think that. I'm not, not I, necessarily the best player.
2: Yeah, yeah. We the don't biggest, know the biggest name right now in on our team is Adam Fantilli. All right, so if you're listening,
0: everything's posted. Everything's
1: every yeah, all over. him. like I mean, everybody. Everybody's no, talking about Adam sure. Fantilli. And Bernard. I
0: get it. I get it. I get it. And like I'm not. I'm not knocking Fantilli. If, if they put him up there, I'm gonna be very happy about it. I just think you know, KJ has a, a year under his belt. He's proven. I think KJ goes on there. I think Fantilli gets on there at some point. But I'm just. I'm not saying this year. That's all I'm saying. I think it's Johnny Gaudreau front and center. They take Elvis off, and KJ takes a spot. Nope. Um, to
2: the far left. Adam Fantilli. All right, fair fair I did, enough. and uh, I did just say you, have to, yeah, not gonna be what you think is what I just got. So,
0: oh, we'll see. Maybe it won't be players. We'll see. Man, maybe it'll just be <laughs> a big be like, f- like five like, uh, pictures of Pascal Vincent, <laughs> <laughs> like a
2: recreation of the Titanic drawing. You know, when she's laying on the couch, but it's Stinger.
0: No god. And that's oh, like, oh my that's dude. just
2: across the whole front I'd entrance. Pay so much money to see that.
0: Hey, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Hey, you would, you freak. No, relax. All, you all right, so you're here freak. For, from from Kyle's source quote not what you think interesting all right this is actually our first segment uh, oh. that, was, that, was just, that was just news and notes so welcome into the artillery podcast episode 258 um got hot it got hot and you know that's what we're here for Sorry. that's what you're here for because listen hockey is back and we got things to talk about we have so many things to talk about we got things to talk about so this one many. finally right it's been for fucking ever. Ugh. Uh better, so
2: the same amount as any other off season. <laughs> well,
0: this one we a dick,
2: Brayden. you haven't been around for that long.
0: We got some hype, okay?
2: Feels longer than the last every <sighs> you time. You weren't
0: even here last off season, sir.
2: True. You, you started Mr. last season. Mr. This Mr. Is your first off boy. season.
0: Yeah. So relax over there. Mr. Intern, I came in like 10 games in last You here for the long
2: term, right? Yeah.
0: We'll see. He's you know co- he's committing.
2: You know what, fuck you. I tried to be on it when I first met you,
0: you did, you did, but you know it was a, it doesn't yeah, work like that. I Not, respect only it. for me. <laughs> okay. Apparently, oh yeah. <laughs> Hold on, what the? F- I met him once, and I was I've never <laughs> I was like, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> this guy yells a lot, and he has good points. You're welcome, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyways, sorry, uh, yeah, derailing I just, again. I just had to get to know you first. You know, you were a young buck, young right? buck. So don't take a person, Brayden. There. We love you, okay? Brayden. Yeah, absolutely do. love you too, guys. As long as you tear down this equipment after the podcast. I always do. I know you do. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, so ep, uh, uh, segment one, officially. <laughs> episode one. <laughs> episode one. Don't go back to that. That's, we, did, we did have Panera. Please. Hell Hello we had, there. Uh, We're Panera on episode one. Really? Yeah. It was, he, we got to get back to that. It was in Russian. Li- I, I want a, Adam Fantilli on the podcast right uh, now. So the Artemi Panera interview for episode one of the Artillery podcast, he did it in Russian the whole time. So we had absolutely no idea what he was talking about. He what?
2: Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. And he did, he didn't have his translator here yet. Oh yeah. yeah. So like
0: he we asked the questions and he said it in Russian. So we just asked another question right after. <laughs> It also was a fake interview. We just got sound bites from him speaking. Oh, oh that's hilarious! <laughs> yeah, so we just kind of like we're like, oh, so that that's cool. And then we, we went to like and you actually did like interviews though, like uh, the back in the day with before the, episode one. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah, the yeah. fifth line podcast episode. This is like
2: uh, BC yeah, artillery right. BC. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's
0: exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. It's just like when we when we get going, like I just don't want inter- to interrupt the People flow. People know, with man. We've been around for like. I mean, before I even got you, been around, you were around for like five years before I even got it, came into it. Yeah, like we were here, like we were doing things with the Jackets and they would give us players, but like now that like we, we have a good flow, there's some times where I'm just like um, all the time. I'm just like, I don't even want to do an interview. I feel like we just got a good vibe going on. We're doing interviews this year. Okay, we're doing that's right. It's already lined up, all right, cool. Let's do it. All right. All right, anyway, segment one. Segment one, preseason is underway. The Blue Jackets are currently one and two in preseason, which again, not a big deal. Listen, I've seen the Blue Jackets go... Like seven and one in preseason, and then just absolutely shit the bed in the regular season. So I take no most years, pretty much <laughs> yep. every year. Um. So yeah, I, I this Painful. doesn't mean anything to me. Uh. But there is one. So kind of a takeaway I have from the St. Louis game. Um. Yesterday they did lose. I think they lost four to two. Uh. Bimstrom he had the two goals in that My game. My dog. Uh. Yeah, in, it was in St. Louis. Bimstrom's still a thing. He's still yes. here. Yes, he's not going anywhere.
2: Yes, he's staying. He, he's here to stay. But
0: does he, with the depth we currently have trying to crack this wrong, he's going to be an
2: integral part uh, of our fourth line. I promise a, you. Does
0: he have a two-way where he can go to Cleveland? Contracts. I don't think so. I think he does. I'll look. I don't. Maybe. I hope so. I hope he doesn't. Relax, okay? Bemstrom's not proven anything to me ever. Yes, he has. Well, he's done some things. Yeah, so Great. shut up. Bemstrom has
2: that. Bemstrom is like Flashes. one of like,
0: what, 20 players that have had a hat trick in Blue Jackets history? Okay, yeah. cool. A blind squirrel finds a nut, right? No, no, no. No, that's no. 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 Did David Savard ever have a hat trick? I just bought some cool David Savard. Art, a
2: defenseman? I just bought man? some cool <laughs> David Savard cards. <laughs> he knew he was wrong. He shifted over to the cool ones. What do you mean, David Savard? Having... auto autographed, oh like, patch God.
0: cards. That's sick. Uh, again, it's not what I meant. It's, a, uh, it's another meant... hype train type player that Jarmo would just Who Boone like. a hat trick? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm pretty L- confident he has. Google. Has yeah, but yes, Rick Nash has had, I would say, at least two or three. In his time in Columbus. All it right, but, doesn't matter. One, two, and a preseason. Like that, Bemstrom.
2: Yeah, Bemstrom's still a thing. He is, and he's going to make this team. Why? Because that's what it is.
0: He's and got one hat trick. If he is on the opening night roster, Rick uh, Boone Jenner. I knew yeah. he, he had one like two years ago. I think maybe three years ago. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if he's on the opening night roster, I I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm. No, no, you're on. not. You're not. Oh, Shut up. No, you're not. Shut up. This is going to become a Columbus Crew podcast. And I don't know nothing about the crew. Well.
2: No, it's they not. just clinched the it's playoff good. spot. I did see that. Bem Benstrom, Bemstrom's good. All right, so that game was whatever they. That was whatever. I don't know why they even played. I don't know why they even played preseason to get ready for the regular season. Anyway, yeah, the exact, game
0: correct, Kyle. The game before <laughs> good, that. Good observation. Sorry, I
2: just had to talk it out. All right, <laughs> the game before that, uh, the home game against Pittsburgh on Sunday, the seven o'clock game when it was our A team against their B team, really. Um, didn't win, win overtime. We won in overtime. Dume had that hell of a shot at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam Fantelli looked amazing. Um, Carson Meyer had two goals.
0: Meyer did look good, uh, but uh, uh, another fringe guy. We just,
2: yeah, another name. I kind of forget. No, we don't know if he cracks that roster, but like if if Carson Meyer scoring two goals and then Bemstrom scoring two goals means nothing. Who's better? Bemstrom Uh, out of the two Bemstrom. You don't even say it's Bemstrom. They both scored two goals in the preseason and everybody's coming all over themselves about Bemstrom scoring two goals in the preseason. Yeah, because he's good. I've
0: seen all I need to see out of Bemstrom. I'm off Bemstrom. I've been Shut off up. Bemstrom and Bemstrom's also the reason we get did not get that number one overall pick. But granted, I am very happy that Fantilli is here. Don't get me wrong there. I between the two, I don't think that I don't want I don't know that I want either of them on the roster. You gotta pick one. I have to pick one, Meyer. Okay, that's personal. Maybe it is. I don't know. I've just we, we we were sold on this Bimstrom hype hype train. Another thing from Jarmo Kekalainen, like, coming into his season. We didn't know a lot about him, and all of a sudden, he's on this roster. And he's done nothing since. He's done nothing to impress me. Really? Like, he's had moments of fla- – he's had flashes that have been like, okay, cool, sure, you had a hat trick. Sure, like, maybe you, you know, one in 20 games. You put in a goal that's pretty impressive. But what have you done for me lately? And it's been nothing for the past two years.
2: You know somebody else who – Mm. Has played in the preseason, I think. Igor Chinikov.
0: I forgot about him. Right? Cool. <clears throat> has cool. he played in the preseason? Stay healthy, my guy. Has he though? I, I think he played in the preseason. Uh, he was hurt all last year, so the year before he you wasn't. Know
2: I, though he was in Cleveland most of the year last year.
0: I think he had to have played in the preseason. Didn't he get? Didn't he get hurt last year though?
2: He was gone. He all did, last
0: and then year, he yeah. went down to Cleveland
2: and never oh, came yeah. back. I remember watch I watched. he was supposed to play in the outdoor game, but he
0: was hurt then. Yeah. That's another name that again there's, Chinnikov. there's gotta be a roster spot for him. And I just if there doesn't I don't there's I think, gotta be
2: a roster spot for him, but not Bemstrom. I'm I not think, saying
0: there's a roster spot for him, but I think Yarmo's so fucking high on him that Chinnikov's gonna have a spot. I don't know about Bemstrom right now.
2: Bemstrom's got a spot. Bemstrom makes the team.
0: Yeah. It is it just is what it is. If he's on a third or fourth line, I'm done with Yarmo. He's gonna I'm be officially. on the fourth line. I'm already done with Yarmo. I've been done with Yarmo for the hey, past two up. years.
2: Bamstrom is good, but right
0: now I'm I'll be completely off, better completely than, off of it. Better than Yarmo.
2: Better than Ross. I've told you
0: this the past couple years. I've been like I've been questioning the to... <laughs> You've been on the whole in Yarmo we trust Yarmo's inside of me I want to be inside <laughs> of him that's what you said earlier I'm not in, I'm not a, I'm not a part of that train right now like I am severely questioning the management right now and and listen it's
2: I understandably yeah. I mean that's understandable f- for sure is questioning the leadership Yeah hasn't been great uh, preseason though
0: Pre- back to preseason sorry I'm uh, so, we'll getting so, derailed here <laughs> a couple a couple others that have impressed uh, Matei Chuck obviously we kind of touched on him with the Traverse City stuff
2: dude I could see him making the team I could too I could too I really could I could see yeah. him making this team yeah. but I also think he's probably going to go play in juniors for one more year because we've got the D-depth yeah. It's it, the
0: depth is there that we don't need to rush him in. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to ruin a player by rushing, which we have seen many times in this franchise, but also
2: like there's players where you rush, like y- y- you're not going to rush Adam Fantilli. So well, they're, no, they're, he's, there's he's a ready to go. Right. So like Matejchuk might be ready to go and it wouldn't be rushing him. If he's in, if he goes in now, Yeah. no,
0: if he's ready. And from what I've seen so far, I but feel there just like, might
2: not be a spot for him is the thing. Yeah. He might be
0: ready now, but there might not be a spot because of Andrew Peek. But, again, we have these players that have been kind of, and I touched on it last podcast, these French players, kind of like a peak where, you know, peak has impressed, you know. But, again, last year when he had 500-man games lost where he had an opportunity, sure, but if he gets outplayed in, in training camp and preseason by a guy like Matejchuk, I welcome it. I welcome that presence. Like let's do it. But also I do I have a lot, I've, I've been very high on a guy like Peak though. So Yeah, you can't like you just, also just
2: can't like cut Andrew Peak or send him to the AHL. You
0: can't, but there's also, you know, potential trade options where you could maybe Yarmo makes a move and does something. That's a lot. It can be a lot, especially at the beginning beginning of a season that like you don't always really see a lot of trades go down at that right, particular right, moment. Right. So there's yeah, a lot of teams are trying to get their shit together and you just don't know, but yeah, man, like it's a good problem to have again, like I talked about and Oh, so, yeah. Uh, another guy, uh, Malatesta, who you also mentioned in uh, the Traverse City, he's he's impressed by – he's uh, impressed a lot of people here in, in preseason and training camp. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh,
2: – Malatesta's going to be an AHL guy to start the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Which that,
2: he, uh, he probably should be, and that's fine. And yeah. there's no reason he shouldn't play down there for a season. You know, like Oliver Bjorkstrand, for example, something like that, to where you go – Cleveland, by all indications, is going to be stacked this season. Oh, big time! They yeah. should be in the call. They should be in the Calder race all season.
0: Yeah, I mean, and again, like, there's no, there's no, there's no problem with a guy like of that caliber to play in Cleveland for a year because we saw it with Zach Winsky before he became, you know, a, a full-on Blue Jacket.
2: Winsky, like, like all
0: these guys, right?
2: Bjorkstrand. There's yeah. a ton of guys. Those are just recent guys. Yeah. Recency bias there. Um, sure. Yeah, man. I. <sighs> I see, I see that those guys coming up like some point in the season, like Voronkov, also, for example, who's done okay in the preseason, did okay in Traverse City, but is still like obviously adjusting to the game here, is going to spend 25, 30 games in the AHL, and if there's injuries or a spot for him that opens up at some point, like Marchenko...
0: Come up and, and prove yourself, yeah. and that's what it's going to take for the guys like that. And listen, through eighty-two games, that's going to happen. It's like, going to happen. Like you don't wish injuries upon any team, but like listen, that's a, that's going to happen. And the fact that there's the depth there in Cleveland, that's what you want, and that's what we're that's kind of what we have right now. Yeah. And hell yeah, baby.
2: Hell yeah, baby. Here
0: for it. Good problem to have. Good problem to have. Um. So a lot of eyes are on old year check, right? A lot of people. A lot of preseason predictions already have him locked in right, in our defense. I could see and, it. I uh, think yeah, so.
2: I'm trying to. I got a. I I don't have the, the roster in front of me, but I think your check like moves Blankenberg out. I I think Blankenberg is not oh, I'm sorry. Fan
0: favorite Blanks. Are you kidding me? Blanks
2: not a. He's not an NHL guy. I'm sorry. He I, just I, isn't. I, I disagree. I think he'll. Have, I think he'll have one more year with us before we make that decision. Like maybe as a healthy scratch all season. I think he's a there's guy. There's not. There's not. The, dude. You the, the top pairing right now is Severson Morinsky. Yeah. And then you got Provorov Boquist. Yeah. And then you've got Jake Bean, you've got Andrew Peak, you've got Yurechek, um, uh, you've got Matejchuk, you've got coolmans Where does Blankenberg fit in there as a guy that can't stay healthy and who is undersized? Yeah, I he doesn't mean, fit. So yeah,
0: there's no yeah. I mean, there's no secret. I love that, Blankenberg. Yeah, no, all Columbus. Does, he doesn't like, fit in. I, I I'm think, sorry. I I disagree with not sorry. I I disagree with your standpoint of he's not an NHL player. I think he is. I truly do think he is. Well, he is right, and like the absolute, you know, the depth that we do have right now, trying to crack this lineup is is a like like we've already said a good problem. But I think Blanks is a part of the actual Blue Jackets. I don't think he goes anywhere else for this season. But is he a guy where he's a he's an everyday guy in that defensive lineup? Maybe not, but I think he's a guy that's you know they they're going to count on when they need him, and I think he's going to be a part of this team no matter.
2: Sfozil, another one. Nasco. Yeah. There, there's
0: guy like we have.
2: There's so much depth there right now. Yeah. Jake Christensen, I I like maybe not. And don't get me wrong, Jake Christensen is not as good as Nick Blankenberg on defense. I no. He's not, but he stays healthy. Sure. You know, I mean, look, and
0: that's not you can't blame a guy for getting injured. He's just, no, he just he can't. S- he's a smaller dude and he throws that body and I think that's something Blankenberg has to like adjust to in the National Hockey League to where he can't be A defenseman. No. Oh, and moved forward. No, no, no. He can't be the physical guy that he tries to be because he's undersized to where he kind of overcompensates. That's where he gets hurt. I think he has to learn his game and adjust accordingly. And I think think towards the tail end of last year, I think he kind of was trying to figure that out and have a healthy balance to where he wasn't like – that spark plug that had to ignite every every night to try to make something happen to where he does get injured. So I think Blankenberg does adjust and becomes a good defenseman. And whether he makes that, you know, whether he makes one of our, our six guys there, I don't know. But I think that again, to what I said, I think he will be a guy that is you know on this roster. Whether he's just kind of a healthy scratch every other game or he fills in where where it needed to be, he just got to figure out his place. But I think he does have a place here on this team. That's all I'm saying.
2: I think he does to start at least. Hot take. Nick Blankenberg doesn't make the team. That's crazy. I it's think that's... It's not crazy.
0: It's not crazy. Look at the, look at the depth. But it's, it's not but crazy. At the end of the... Not the end of the day, but like you say, look at the depth. Yeah, we do have the depth, but some of that is unproven in the National Hockey League and Blanks has come out and he's had some great... He's put together some great games if he can figure out a, a, a style of play. If he can stay play, healthy, I think he's he very much a part of this the,
2: team. The top six defensemen... The, the top three pairings are already set, and Blankenberg does not have a spot. We'll see. I think he makes the team. It's it's Severson, Warenski, Boquist, Provorov, Peak, and uh, Yurichek. Okay. Or in, insert insert coolman's uh, or insert Matejchuk or insert Sfozo. I think I think Blankenberg makes. I think he rotates in and out. I could see him being a healthy scratch, but I think he at least starts the year getting some sh- getting some looks.
0: All right, we'll see. That's a move for old. Uh, I'm not the head coach. I'm glad I'm not the head coach. He's got some tough decisions. He's to make. a filler. Old Pascal Vincent baby.
2: Blankenberg's just a filler. He's just there to take up space,
1: but he has so a other sick guys. The he's AHL. up here.
2: Oh, he's great. And he's, lots he's, of he's a great know. dude. He's a great guy. He's, he's a little dude. He's shorter than me, and he plays defense. It doesn't make any sense. Good, just move. Just change the forward. Be forward. Because you score goal, you score goals, and you're good with the puck.
0: All right, yeah. you can hit people. Okay. So speaking of changing positions, let's go into the so the CBJ we're practicing today. Boquist didn't change his number; he's still yeah. 27. So that mother. So plenty of opportunity <sighs> for you know an, another person to come in and step into Boquist's role, sure, because <laughs> he's going to get hurt for wearing 27. Oh, uh, all right. So practice today. Line A and Johnson both taking faceoffs, working that center, my guys and i have been i have been very against line a going to center i'm still against it i'm still on the side of though johnson getting reps there because johnson played center a lot at um, um and he's you know that's just kind of what he has played a lot in his uh, in his whole co- hockey career so uh, do we like uh, do we like both these guys taking reps at center do we want line a to concentrate a left wing do we want with a healthy team around him i know you hate me saying that kyle um, do we want him to kind of maintain that position <laughs> of where he, where we know he can perform very well? I heard you on oh, no, the podcast last week, yeah. <laughs> you said something about, you were like, Oh God, I shouldn't have said that. Or I <laughs> if they stay health, was waiting they... for Kyle to like spawn in the living room with a gun <laughs> in his hand. If they stay healthy, that's mine. That's my thing. You focus on what? Yeah. So line a Johnson taking face today, working at center a little bit. Pascal Vincent kind of, you know, making this may, maybe it could be a thing this season. Do we like the direction of that? Uh, whether you like it for one player or another, what are your guys' thoughts there on potentially uh, these guys maybe taking some reps at center?
2: I'm not a huge fan of Line A taking reps at center. I like KJ just because he has the experience in college playing center, and I don't mind that. But I don't think you need both of them taking reps at center. I think Line A is good at the left wing. That's kind of where he's made his name is on the left wing. Is not here, <sighs> yeah. But no, that's not true. His first his what was it the year before they like signed him to not so not last year, the year before he was hot. I mean he was he was hot, and I he, think he definitely' he's, some only, moments. he's played he he's hasn't played more than moments. sixty games since he signed
0: here he's yeah. had some moments.
2: but I think him being on the left wing is kind of where he needs to be. I think it's got to be one or the other. I don't think both of them need to be taking reps at center, and I think if you're going to pick one, I think it needs to be Kent Johnson. Just because he under, he played in college. He understands the position. Not saying that Line A doesn't, but I mean, wing was an adjustment for Johnson. Then for him to take reps at center, I think it makes more sense to have one of them practicing and taking reps at the center. But yeah, my I I said for for a Stanley Cup contending team that we have, if we take the guys that we have right now, and we are a Stanley Cup contender. It would have to look down the middle. It would have to look like number one, Adam Fantilli. Number two, Kent Johnson. Number three, Boone Jenner. Number four, Sean Corrali. That's our. That's our. That's our top. That's our four centers. Yeah. So if no, we are a Stanley no Cup contender. No, no line, line A. Thank you. Thank line you. A is, yeah. Line A is a score. Kent Johnson is a, is a much better center. He's done it. I'm sure Line A's done it in juniors or wherever the, in Finland, whatever the fuck he's played. But again, it wasn't in the pros. No he time hasn't done to it in the pros. So. He made his name in Winnipeg, playing on the left wing because he scored crazy fucking goals there with Mark Scheifele and, and Kyle Connor and guys like that who were very similar to Adam Fantilli. Anyways, if if you go, that was that was my foot. Oh, oh. <laughs> if you yeah, it's Fantilli, Johnson, Jenner, and Corrali. That's your four centers you need. Build around them. That's your Stanley Cup contending team right there with a with a goaltender with an actual with a real good yeah. goaltender. It behind you, what and it, the with? defense Is there like that's the four you need? Lining needs to be on a wing. What do you do with uh Cole Sillinger in that lineup? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I he could, don't care. Cole Sillinger if he's gonna do what he did last year, he can rot in the AHL for the rest of his life for all I care. Oh, I mean, seriously, come on. I mean, what he, he comes down out is that as that hot as a sixth, was sixth pick, sixth overall pick? He was, yeah, it was yeah. up there, yeah. yeah,
0: or was that Johnson? Uh, no, Silly was, no like, the, Silly was like 13,
2: 13, yeah, your check was sixth, yeah. I, I like Cole Sillinger. I think he's going to do well. Uh, but ba- if he does anything based off he did last year and all the negative attention that he's already bringing to this team in the preseason. Based off the, of not necessarily him, but his girlfriend, yes. It, ex-girlfriend. Him, yeah. But him. Yeah, he's involved for he, sure. He's he involved, made, yes. We all have choices to make. Exactly. He made a choice, and that brought a lot of negative, negative attention to this team at the beginning of the season. I think it distracted him a lot last season and is the reason that he did not play up to what he did the season before that. Yeah, And I said that in the last preseason. I know you did, Kyle. Huh? I'm going to keep fucking saying it, too. I know you
0: did. I already, gave you, I already told you you were right. Give me my flowers. I, Give me uh, my I flowers. Will. Is that a Tame McCray song? No. Okay. i sorry. She <laughs> says something <that>
2: about <laughs> cheating or whatever. Okay. Because Cole Salinger cheated on her. Well, yeah, no. Anyways. Right. Nah, 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 nah. Gross. <laughs> I don't care what happens to Cole Salinger. If he decides that he wants to actually be an NHL player again, I'm sure he'll figure it out uh he's only 20 years old, 19 he's gonna be on he's gonna be a center he's on gonna be team. good he's gonna be good he's gonna be a center on this team that's this the year. that's the good problem though is you can him and corrali like, interchangeable you, you can move out corrali and put him on a wing or just like move him out yeah. i love sean corrali but
0: uh, and Roslovic, i can't believe he's still on this team so thank you so uh, speaking of Roslovic, and i'm gonna say one thing with cylinder cylinder is gonna be a center on this team this year i'm Wherever you put him, he's going to be there. Uh, so Rozovic, he's been taking reps at wing here in preseason and also training camp. Uh, interesting, because you know we know him as a center, but again, when when you got a Fantilli moving in, there's got you got to push guys around potentially. He's got to take. But reps again, at you, the don't wanna, you don't want to you don't want to push a guy around like a Line. a, line a is a proven guy on a, on the left wing, but you got a guy like Rozovic, and so maybe they're trying to find a spot for him. So he's been uh, he's been taking uh, some reps at old wing lately. Interesting. He needs to take reps in the AHL. He's this contract won't allow that, sir. They need to figure it out. Okay, well. I don't go. like I don't I just don't think he's a winger.
2: I don't even think he's really a good enough center. <laughs> okay. <What? laughs> Roslovic? No.
0: What? I like Brozie. I still like Roslovic. Roslovic has a on place him. on this team. You cannot Listen.
2: sit here and tell me that you don't think he's a good enough center. Or a winger, for that
0: matter. But He's I, a good enough player to play in the league. Braden would rather have Bimstrom. He all. was I fourth, have Bimstrom. He was fourth
2: on the team in points last year. That doesn't count. It does. It absolutely it counts. Does. Yeah, you're right. Regardless just, of how bad they were or how many injuries, he was yeah. still fourth on the team I because just, he stayed healthy
0: and scored points. Bimstrom or... or uh, yeah. Braden would rather have Bimstrom, number one center, over Rozovic. No, that's incorrect. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just... I don't... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm indifferent to it, I guess. All right. Any other takeaways from training camp and preseason? Uh, some more preseason games to come. How many more are left?
2: Uh, like two or three. Opening three night maybe. is October 12th. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully, old uh, Pascal. We need to do some kind of like Vin Diesel, Pascal Vincent crossover shirt. Like, Coach Vinny says F is for family. And they're don't. also they're also
0: don't doubt family. <laughs> they're both bald too, which would work.
2: I'm telling you. Great. And we do like a we do like a picture of Vincent like flexing, <laughs> all right, over top. You know, he's got like that, that American muscle car in the background. Yeah, too.
0: at least get him a couple wins under his belt. Well we need first. to get
2: Coach Vinny going. Coach, Coach Vinny.
1: Vinny. Okay. I, huh? Somebody huh? called Coach
2: him. Vinny. Somebody called him in a question last week. Paskey V and the boys, and I kind of like that one. Paskey eh. V and the boys. It's too much. Yeah, but I kind of like Vinny. I liked and the boys being added to it. Coach Vinny says BJs are for family <laughs> jobs. <laughs> Coach V says BJs are for We're family. Reaching.
0: We're reaching, but I like it. I like it. I like the F movie. is for family. <laughs>
2: Jesus
0: Christ. Is that like a Fast and Furious movie? Vin Diesel. Have you
2: never seen a single Fast and Furious movie? I saw the first one, then the So hey. Vin Diesel's like
0: the main I know
2: that character, and he's always about family. Okay. Oh Our yeah. Family. Oh, it's, it's all about the family. They have so every movie with like a family dinner cookout yeah. in the backyard. So if it's get Coach on. Vinny says F is for family, uh, I think that'd be good.
0: F is for BJs.
2: No, now we're reaching. Doesn't work. Um,
0: <laughs> Doesn't work.
2: We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk workshop about it. it. We'll get in. We'll have We'll get in there. We'll get in the
0: we'll lab. <laughs> All right, before we get into our last segment, which will be kind of entertaining. I can't wait for Kyle's hot takes here. (laughs) Uh, we got to talk about our incredible sponsors. Uh, First one being High Bank Distillery. Uh, We talked about it a little bit last podcast, but hey, it's coming up October 15th from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. It is booze at the bank, which, of course, you know booze, right? Because, you know, it's ghost Halloween time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's nobody's even listening to me right now. Booze.
2: Booze. Halloween scary booze. There you
0: go. Booze at the bank. October fifteenth, eight p.m. to twelve a.m. They're going to have their sign- signature cocktails, happy hour pricing all night long. Ooh. Uh, costume contest, live DJ, street food. Booze at the bank. High Bank Distillery Co. At their main at their OG location in the Grandview area, right across from the Grandview Yard also service industry night which you know if you work in the service industry they got some other perks for you are they better well booze at the bank october 15th 8 p.m to 12 a.m uh again their signature cocktails are delightful and i know i say it every podcast but damn that smoking old-fashioned just gets me every damn time also costume contest which i think would be pretty fun so we should we should all go dress up you know should we i think we should I know we talked about it last week. We I don't think Kyle was here. Kyle, what would you wear to a yeah, costume well, party? If you were to go to Booze at the Booze, what would you wear?
2: Uh, Obi-Wan
0: Kenobi costume. Original. Good job. <laughs> All right. Highbankco.com for more details there. It is original. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I feel like Star Wars is just like, okay, everybody does that. Not Obi-Wan sp- specifically. I don't know. I've never seen Star Wars. You well, gotta see- grow the fuck up, dude. You don't even know how to breathe, okay? Relax. <laughs> okay. Uh, Geek. Who, Braden, you got it? I oh, guess I can do
2: Geek. Yeah, Geek. one of our sponsors. Uh, get your tickets for, you know, Blue Jackets games. Coming up. Uh, coming up soon, so. Gotta get tickets here soon, starting up uh, in 15 days. Yeah, you can get tickets for any sporting event, any concert, really any event that your little heart desires to go to and you can get $20 off your first ticket purchase by using our code CBJA that is CBJA for $20 off your first ticket purchase with your one email and don't use multiple emails to get the discount multiple times don't don't do it that's shouldn't do that it's not nice it's defrauding not good you know I have like
0: seven emails but I've never used all seven I've only ever used one I've only used one for tickets do not use multiple emails I use all of them
2: yeah. 75. It's actually not 75
0: even. 75 Pretty sure it's not even against the law. So actually just do it. Like yeah, you just do yeah, it, I $20 guess. $20 off your first time purchase. Yeah. CB, CBJ, CBJA. As in artillery. Yes. Do that. All right. Moving on to our last segment. Before we get social, of course, because you do have, we have your awesome questions. Questions. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. This is a uh, segment two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh we're ditching segment three. We're not even gonna tell you what it is because you know we just we're just we've just, we just been going on going at it today. Yes, so white. Right. Uh, all right, so uh this one kind of caught me and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have my I have my hot takes and I know Kyle, you you quote tweeted it too. Um so Elvis, right? we all know Elvis, our goaltender, right? Our our beloved goaltender. Um he came out and had some comments, right? So Obviously, a lot of um, reservations about Elvis in terms of his performance on the ice every single season he's been here. He's never even played a full season because he he can't stay healthy or he's just not that good enough, right? So mainly it's a health problem. Uh, he just gets injured from time to time. Um, he's coming out this year, you know, fully healthy, ready to go. And he was quoted as saying this to the fans, right? To the, to the fifth line, to... Not-
2: Necessarily to the fans, right?
0: I think it, in, was, it was in general to everybody. In general, I feel like it was kind of just directed, the people on social media. The social, yeah. which are fans, right? I mean, one hundred percent. Not necessarily. Not, some can be trolls, but yeah, they can be trolls, sure. And I understand he's had some social media issues too. But when it comes down to it, here is this quote he said: "They've doubted me, and I'm going to show that they are fucking wrong." And yeah, I, I guess my question is: Are we? <laughs> what you just said are we wrong because listen like i have i have my reservations about elvis being our starting goaltender like i i kind of i just haven't he hasn't proven anything to me listen was i on the elvis hype train many years ago i think everybody was meaning like two years two three years ago yes i was i was sold i was like he's our guy and, again, I was just kind of duped by the front office like I was duped about Mike Babcock, too. So, like, I, at this point, I don't even know who I trust. I just have a podcast rambling about my thoughts at this point. <laughs> but they've doubted me, and I'm going to show that they're fucking wrong. Haven't we already heard this from Elvis three years running? Uh, t- two two years. But he said it a couple times last year Yeah, as well, so... A yeah, we
2: year. have. And, and 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 it's another year of that. And he can talk uh, all he wants. And that's fine. And I am an Elvis supporter. I support Elvis because he is our number one goaltender right now. So I don't think that we have a choice from a Blue Jackets perspective fan base, but to support this guy. And I want to. I want to support this guy. I think he's a good person. I think that he is marketable. I think that he can be a really good goaltender for us. We've seen it a lot of really bad shit has happened to him over the last two years. Sure. There's no, there's no
0: absolutely no discounting that.
2: And there, and there's no way that you can just look past that because it doesn't just work like that. Nothing is that surface level. There's always, you don't go to work every day and and your personal life is never bothering you. It doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's not, he's gone through a lot of shit, but at the same time, like for the fans coming out last year and saying like myself, uh, that he was the worst goaltender in the league last year, statistically. Yeah, true. he was. Um, at least bottom three. I was even double-checking today. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at all the advanced analytics and everything from last season for goaltenders. Anybody over thirty, ga- anybody that played 30 or more games, Elvis played exactly 30 games last season, uh, and he was the bottom three goaltender in the league all season.
0: So he was 7-18-2 last year. 4.23 goals against average. 0.876 save percentage last year
2: and that's surface level yeah the the like medium danger attempts medium range danger attempts, or high da- high medium danger attempts uh he was he was last in the league on save percentage on those uh high danger attempts he was bottom three in save percentage on those he didn't make any big saves in big times he made easy saves when he had to and he didn't have the defense for that and it is what it is, and he was the worst goaltender in, in goaltender in the league statistically because of that last season. Statistically, it just means you are the worst goaltender in the league. Yeah. So nobody. Now there were people like hating on him, like uh, allegedly, people came after him and his wife after a game and were like chasing them and stalking them. A what? And his wife? Oh, I did hear. About his that. wife came out and said something about that, but she said something about it one time on an Instagram story. And then nobody ever heard of it, of anything. Again, there were no charges filed that nobody was ever like, there was no investigation, nothing. It kind of just got forgotten about. So allegedly they were stalked and chased down after a game at one point and their son and all that, which I'm not going to disbelieve them, but there's also no proof there. Anyways, I am on the Elvis train this season and I I've tweeted this and I've said this I'm on the Elvis train this season, not only because I don't have a choice, but because I really want this guy to succeed. I think he's a good person. I think he wants to do well. I think he wants to work hard, but he ha- there's a menta- there's a mental, mental aspect to this for him that he has to hurdle. And that's only something that he can do. We cannot do that for him, obviously. Making five and a half million dollars a year, which is the big glaring red flag here, is the 5.5 million AAV that we are dealing with. That we're, The team is paying that for the worst goaltender in the league. And that's what people are saying. Five and a half million dollars a year for the worst goaltender in the league is not acceptable for a fan base that wants their team to win. Mm-hmm. We now have a very solid young core, including not, not including Jenner, Warinsky, Goudreau, Line. Line's still in that young core. Of these guys that are sure. coming up that sure. are going to make this team phenomenal going forward. We need a goaltender and we need Elvis to show up and fucking play the way that we know that he can play this season or else he needs to fucking go. It's that simple. Five and a half million dollars a year to be the worst goaltender in the league is not cut it. And, and, any, and also, like, by any means, and
0: five and a half million dollars a year to come out with his comments two years in a row, right? Like, yeah, listen, I understand the off-eye stuff is brutal, right? I get it, especially what he, what he experienced with his best friend, the stalking, and all, all that stuff. I get that, and that's it, it, hard to get out of your mindset if if, if you're just the, the average common person, right? But at the same time, he comes out here and all the time he comes in front of the media and he says these type of quotes and he's never once proved it. He's never once backed it up. And... Listen, when it comes down to it, this is a business. This is a, you have to actually do your job efficiently, effectively, and you have to perform at a level, especially when you are a National Hockey League player. But when you come out here with these type of quotes, like, I'm going to prove that they're fucking wrong. Okay, cool, we heard that last year too. And what did you do? You came out with the worst worst season statistically that that we that, yeah. amongst all goaltenders in the whole National Hockey League. So these quotes I'm kind of starting to get tired of. And also it's kind of picking back and picking, piggybacking off of Jarmo quotes where it's like, Oh, we're trying to build, you know, these temp team chemistry, this camaraderie. We want, we want to have a healthy locker room. Okay, cool. Jarmo. Well, what have you done for me lately? Hold on side conversation, but I'm just getting kind of tired and fed up of, of the quotes in the media to where it's like, they're trying to hype up these fans and t- t- to what, to, to another mediocre season. So I guess my standpoint is like, okay, you've, you're saying the words, right? You're saying it year after year, Elvis, but at the same time, what are you doing on the ice? And, That is, but the past two years has been absolute just dog shit. And I, and again, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit the offside stuff. But at the same time, you also have a job to do, and you need to do that job. And if you come out in the media and you continue to say these words, my guy, back it the fuck up because you have not done that yet, and that's what pisses me off. And at the same time, I'm listen to what you said, Kyle. We have a team right now that is itching and raring to go. And if we don't have a goaltender, this team is fucked. Yeah. I mean, he's like, you You guys pretty much hammered home every point. I mean, he's said the same shit the last two years.
2: He even said it halfway through the year. It's He said m- it middle m- of the, many yeah, times. Many middle times. of the season last year. And I mean, it's just hard to believe him. Like, I'm kind of with Kyle, where it's like, I think this has got to be his last shot. Because I mean, I realistically don't think we have another option, at least within our system. I know that's, I, I, that's not true. There are guys. They're younger now. Yeah. Like, They're not ready yet. But okay. there are guys in our system. They're I mean, I'm talking Younger and experienced. Yeah, to I'm what saying, saying. Terasov Terasov's already hurt. Yeah, oh, I saw I that. And oh, I was I hot on Terasov when he yeah. played his first couple games. I loved it. And then he just couldn't stay healthy. But I mean, well, I don't know if you could, if we've already said it, but Elvis last year, seven eighteen and two, like Jordan yeah. said, four point two three GAA. He was giving up over four goals a game when he was in. Yeah. A point eight seven six
0: save percentage—that's not good. Yeah, I They're would say bad, that the year before was not okay. good. The year before he was twenty-seven and twenty-three and seven, which is a oh, it's a respectable, especially for the year we had that year it's too. It's Respectable, yeah, but at the same time, there's a, there's question marks there, right? There is. I and look, I, I I tweeted this before,
2: and I I'm on the now going back to last season, the injuries hurt everybody, and, and but go, but Elvis still only played thirty games. He should have played more. There was a lot of time there where he had to take a break for mental health reasons. And he also I, lost his grandpa, I believe. Yes, mm. I absolutely understand that. Yeah. And there is nothing there that we can say at all. So that is that is totally understood. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing that we can say on that aspect. The 30 games you were in, though, the minus 25, I think, goals expected. Like he, he was expected to give up. And this is advanced. This is fancy stats again. He was expected to give up some goals and then gave up 25 more than expected that's big which is soft goals that's, yeah, yeah which, and the, when the which in the grand scheme is 25 soft goals that's
0: huge yeah
2: that's goals that should yeah. not be going and that's bouncing pucks that's that there was a couple there was like a dump in that went over his his glove at one point last season like shit like that where he was just not there he wasn't seeing the puck something's happening this season now and this is what i said with with the new coach, Nick Backstrom, coming in, and I talked to Rick Nash about that. I quoted that in my article. Go check that out, artillerypod.com. No big deal. I uh, quoted Rick Nash in the article there. Uh, <laughs> talked, to, talked to him for like 15 minutes. That was fucking dude, great. He looks great. He's a great guy. Uh, has you a you lot. guys on a 1st name basis yet? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He go. was. He's
2: said, Hey, Nice to see you again, Kyle. There you go. Yeah, Come, about on, that, uh, Come on now. Uh, anyway, I forgot. Uh, now I'm all flustered. I forget <laughs> what I was saying. Rick Nash has got you all the butterflies and Oh, stuff. he's got me all. He's such a great
0: dude.
2: Um <laughs> Yeah, but with with the new defense, Nick Backstrom coming in, Rick Nash even spoke to Backstrom coming in. Uh, high regards on that. Um, new head coach, two new head coaches, I guess. Uh, Pascal Vincent being much more important. Yeah. And then a basically a brand new defense in front of him, right? So we got Severson and Provorov coming in. Wierenski played 12 games last year, 18 games last year, something like that. Wierenski is going to be in this whole season now. Elvis has every tool available in front of him right now the entire city behind him because we have to be not just because we have to be because we want to be because he is the marketable good dude that we want to succeed he's not like some arrogant asshole that comes in and then is shitty afterwards sure he is a really good dude with a good family that comes in and says the right things most of the time. And and is liked. He's liked by the fan base and we want him to succeed. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no
0: question, like I'm I'm rooting for he's, his success. He's mm-hmm. got
2: every tool available to him right now to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. This is the year he needs to show out, or else he's getting bought out. Yeah, mark my words. Oh yeah, if he does the same thing he He did last year,
0: absolutely will. He's getting bought out or he's getting traded with fifty percent salary retained. No, like everything you said there was spot on. He has the tools. He has the intangibles this year, and there's absolutely no reason for him not to succeed. But like, I guess my business, my biggest like you know hesitation is like the most games we've ever seen him play in a season is fifty eight. He's never completed a full season. That's a lot. It's a lot. Like, but Olmark
2: it, played 60 games. Like that, Most starting goalies only play 60, 65
0: that games. that was also three years ago, right? Like, I understand. That, that was a while back. Like, we haven't seen him put in a full season to where, like, I can rely on him as my number one. But at the same time, yes, am I rooting for his success? For sure, because if he's successful, the team's successful. But I'm just – I am I still have my reservations about it, and I'm just – I'm still sitting here like, well, who else do we have? Yeah, we have Tarasov, who gets hurt from time to time. We have Jet Greaves, who, you know, he came in Pretty couple, good. Pretty good. He came in a couple a little times. little small a little, little smaller, but also he's a good, he's a good goalie and very quick, but just a little inexperienced. But if Tarasov could could stay healthy, there could be a good goalie battle, a good duel between Elvis and Tarasov. Yeah, but that the question mark still out there too. So you have the health and the inexperience right there, just kind of battling itself. So. Yeah, I guess my bi- my biggest reservation is like, damn, we haven't even seen like a full season out of Elvis, let alone playoffs. So it's just like I'm sitting here, I'm just I'm questioning everything about this right now. And I just I need his mental headspace to be there. And I'm hoping with with the new goalie coach, the new head coach, with with the supporting cast around him and a healthy team that he does come out ready to go. But at the same time, when he comes out with these quotes year after year after year, I'm just sitting here like, dude, you said it last year and you did nothing. So that that's my biggest frustration with him right now. I am willing to give Elvis last season.
2: Last season yeah. was, take it, dude. Okay. Fine. Take yeah. it. It is what it is. We can sit here and harp on you being the worst goalie. I, I think I'm done doing that. I I We're done with that. It happened. You had a bad year. You had a lot of shit going on. Yeah all around you this is understood the last, last year mm-hmm. family members. That was, members, the, that was like, it.
0: That was the last year.
2: Now, now it's time to start fresh. You, you have, have a f- you job have f- to do fresh everything in front of you. It's time to show out now. It is funny, though, that Corby just went
0: to Ottawa and signed a hell of a contract. I was going to – so yeah, the yes. last part of this – the, last part, the <laughs> last part of this uh, this topic is, should the Jackets maybe have tried to maybe get Corby back? What? No. Oh, don't even. I've no. been saying that, too. Are I you been, kidding I've me? I've you- not, No, not get him
2: back. They should have fucking signed Corby to well, an extension. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with they should that. have. Are you kidding me? I don't think – I think we got to move on at this point. Uh, wait, wait, he's out of the – I don't think there's a point. Corby in going back was again. obviously the better goaltender yeah. through the even when yeah. Elvis had his five shutouts in eight games. I mean, it's always Corpy was still the better it's, goaltender, it's, and oh, he was no, hurt. He was, and it's always yeah. so
0: easy to get caught up on like the players that were here that did have success, and you know, they go somewhere else. But you knew that they were good, given the right opportunity and the chance with the players around them. And a, a guy like Corby, even when like to what you just said, Kyle, like when he when Corpy was here, he was still the better goaltender.
2: If he if we had Corby right now with the team that we have
0: I would be I, I would be all in oh my Stanley God. Cup baby <laughs> Stanley <laughs> Cup
2: Corpus Sala dude he is going to crush it in Ottawa and it's, I can't wait to watch and
0: it. also his helmet is actually oh, there's actually gold flakes if in you the haven't helmet. seen Corpus helmet yeah. in Ottawa
2: go find that on Twitter right now yeah. that is that is an amazing piece yeah. he's got four four years five million a year yeah
0: good for him yeah. he got he got his deal or
2: five five years four million a year it's, it's one of the it's Worth it too. Well, either one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Ottawa's good for,
0: good for Ottawa too. Yeah. Yeah, they got like, a hell of a dude. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. Ottawa. But
2: again, like <laughs> I
0: love Corby though. <laughs> I don't will be an get, Ottawa fan. Yeah. I also
2: have a Shane Pinto graded Young Guns card that I need <laughs> oh I need Shane Pinto to do really good this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> I wanna <laughs> I wanna get a card <laughs> channel started. That'd be fun. <laughs> do CBJ <it>. Cardillery. <laughs> I just got go. I just got <laughs> I just got a <laughs> Seth Jones. Uh, graded auto patch four of 15, I think. It's a fucking dope ass card. It's the, fucking solid. Do they have, a, do on they on they have a card one. of Seth Jones' mom for Jordan? No, but I could probably find one.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. I follow her Instagram. <laughs> if right. not, one, I'll just
2: make one and go get it graded anyway. I'll just print <laughs> <burn> off pictures. <laughs> one, of one, one of one. Fuck yeah, dude. Why not? Amy Jones. Amy Jones, one of one. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, have,
0: patch. I'll have Danny, I'll have Danny hey, design it. We'll get it set up I'm to get saying graded. Is, every other week, we me and her DM for back back to back. Every week, every other week. Really? It's always like, "Oh, I hate Chicago." Is that what she No. She's <laughs> gonna do? I want
2: to be back in Columbus. It's God, so I wish Steph was in Columbus.
0: It's all the Instagram Instagram stories that I share that she shares and then it's all kind of politically driven so I'm Yeah. Gonna so you're saying know you're know. sliding into not DMs? I'm not going to comment on it. DMs. But no, we we have good banter back and forth. Amy Jones is great. Anyway, I think she might be still single. So i okay. Anyway,s uh, <laughs> so, so again, back to to round it all up. Obviously, we're all rooting for Elvis, right? Like we want him to succeed. Yeah. But the comments, man, like Jesus, like you got you gotta like you gotta nut up or shut up. And so far, we haven't seen any nutting. So <laughs> that's but a
2: good good way to put right it. Right now, as a podcast, can we all agree to cut off last season at the core? At the root right now.
0: Yeah, last season was... Just crazy. cut it off clean. Pretty brutal. And
2: we go into this season with a fresh slate. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. He he gets an opportunity. He gets a clean slate this year. He's got all new shit in front of him. Okay. New coach, new coaches, new everything. New yeah. defense, new forwards. Right. Yeah. It's... it's. I think that we give him a clean slate, and then we... He's got his mentality figured out, apparently. He changes routine. He's done a bunch of stuff. I read this... Uh, he did an interview with Aaron Portsline and on, with The Athletic. I uh, did a whole article about that. It was a great article. Go check it out. Um, All of this, uh, about all these questions about what have you done this offseason, all this kind of stuff. He changed his entire routine. He, he He didn't train in Nationwide Arena. He trained somewhere else with somebody else. Elvis also admitted that Manny Legacy was like a stepfather to him. That yeah. it was, it was so like which we talked about. Like we yeah, talked that about could, that. that
0: could have been hindering that, his ability to like. You yes, know, it's like and,
2: trying to get approval from yeah. your dad at a certain point, <laughs> yeah. right? Not getting too deep
0: into the yeah.
2: psychology of it there, but that kind of shit. Where it's, it's like you, your coach professionally cannot be your father yeah. when you're, yes. always, when,
0: when you're, especially if you're always reminded about a certain situation when you step on the ice, not healthy, not healthy. Absolutely. So to nobody's fault. Right. Yeah,
2: but exactly. that it
0: is what it is. Yep. And
2: I think clean slate right now. I am. I am not an Elvis hater. We are not Elvis haters. No, no we're, we're not. We're calling not it how it is. I'm not trying yeah. to. I just, on. I just want to make sure we're on the right side here because yeah. there is a lot of shit out there about Elvis haters and about how people just want him to fail. And that
0: is not us. No, yeah. that is not us. No, we want to yeah. see him succeed, but we'll call it as it is. Clean slate. Yeah. Yeah. Now we go right. We're going baby. Let's go. Yeah. We're going. We are going. All right, you guys, you are uh, ready to get social. Let's get social. Let's answer some uh, questions from X. Is that what we call it now? Twitter, baby. Yeah. Twitter. That's Twitter. My dude. Uh, I
2: got a question here from Stu Sickles. I'm going to play a recording here. He asked us a question instead of just giving it to us on Twitter. I asked him to send me a voice recording. So I love it. I love here's it. our uh, here's our friend of the pods, Two Sickles, asking directly us from the phone, directly from the phone, because
0: we didn't feel like
2: uh, putting it's, it into the vlog. Here it is.
0: Artillery boys, the public would like to know. The public would
2: need to know. Are you guys doing a pod for opening night?
0: And if so. Will Jordan be able to remember the end of the pod? Thank you. Good question. That's I great, love that question. Stu, great question. So I will say this, <laughs> listen, Stu. So I do like my old fashions, right? I do like my old fashions. But lately in public settings, I've been going I've been been more of a beer guy. To try Smart. to, I'm trying yeah. to pace myself, right? Trying to pace myself, and I want to, re- I want to remember things, right? Like I want to, yeah. I want to have a good time with my fellow friends, and you know, Blue Jackets games, concerts. You know, we went to Morgan yeah. Wall and I. Paced I was myself. very proud of you. Thank you, that. I appreciate that. So I've been, uh, yeah, been more of a pacer lately. Just you know, I'll, I'll start off with a couple, you know, crap beers. I'll go into the light stuff. So opening night, that's the full intentions too. Um, so my full intention is to remember it when it comes down to the first part of the question we're we doing a podcast opening night, probably we're going to be at opening night. So yeah, probably yeah. not, but maybe the night after, I don't
2: know after before we'll yeah. recap we'll, it. We're going to be there. Yeah. So that'll be fun. We'll, yep. I don't, know, I don't know if he's going. I need to ask. I think he's going. Yeah. No. Amen. We'll for sure be at our bar beforehand
0: having a good time. So well, Are you gonna, he,
2: You're going to remember it. Well, I was going to say, what day of the week is it? Because I think that plays a
0: big factor.
2: Is oh, it a Thursday?
0: My guess is Thursday, but I don't know. October 12th is a, is a Thursday night.
2: Uh, he'll remember it. He'll remember it. I remember. You got work the next day. I got work. Maybe. Yeah
0: he seems off. really good on weekdays now I, that's what I'm saying, boys. I'm a changed man here. Uh, well
2: we this is we need to get into hockey season then we'll
0: see. yeah, just <laughs> yeah. like Elvis, clean slate I mean clean clean slate. Hey, <laughs> all right I, I respect it yeah. Yeah. Just just
2: I think I think <laughs> I think he'll remember it
0: I think yeah no I, i'm I'm here for it. I might not nobody asked me I probably won't my 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 biggest regret is not remembering the Rick Nash Nick Polino game. Where, like, they've retired the jerseys. and yeah. Good God, I can. yeah. Yeah. I was there for the ceremony. Kinda. Yeah. I, were you there? I was double fisting Brewdog. Physically, he may have been. And then you bounced before the game even started. Yeah, that's not hey, the first time I've done that. No Irish goodbyes this year. Nope, that's the goal. That's the goal. I love it. Hey, you know what? If Elvis can be successful, I can too. <laughs> Opening night. I'm going to the-
2: prove that they're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. Guys. Opening night. Artillery crew will be there. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Come,
0: come see us at the cannon. Yeah. We'll yeah. All be there. Our bar cannon. We're going to be there. Tickets are pretty much purchased. I just got to find tickets first. <laughs> 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 all right. Next question. What a line <laughs> uh, from the CBJ haters at the
2: CBJ haters. Friend of the pond, I guess. Do you think our seed depth is good where it's at, or would you like to see a move made for another piece for the middle?
0: At this particular moment, no, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, yeah. I, like, listen, I, I know that we've talked about it a lot, a lot especially in the offseason because there's a lot of uncertainty there. But I think when you slot Adam Fantilli in there, everything kind of just falls into its place, right? I feel like that's kind of where we're at for the uh, most part. And also, I, again, I know you guys give me shit for it all the time. With a guy like Cole Sillinger, I'm, I'm curious to see how he comes out of the gate. I think that's, you know, it's uh, to me, that's a legitimate, a le- a legitimate concern. Yeah, Not no, a concern, but like a legitimate question. Like this, we've seen what he did in his, his rookie year. And sure, did he have a shit season last year? But so did everybody. So you got a guy like Sillinger. You got a guy like, obviously. I like that. Okay, true. <laughs> uh, but you got, you know, Boone Jenner in there. And just to where everybody slots up, I feel like it starts with Fantilli right now. And that's where I'm at. I think. I don't think we need to necessarily... There's And also, who the fuck are we going to get right now? Yeah, that uh, Lindholm maybe
2: was a... was a que- Lice Lindholm from Calgary was yeah, a question. Yeah. But I, I don't think so. Um, <sighs> you don't think we need to make a move or you don't think our depth's good? I don't think we need to make a move now. Again, we may be a French playoff team this year. Maybe. Doubt it. But with just how young we are, again. Um, but we're not trying to win now this year. I don't think. I think this is a year to figure out what we need to do to win. Yarma would disagree. He's ready to win every yeah, year. Yeah, because jo- he's on the hot seat. <laughs> it's his job to <laughs> of say Of course he'd
0: disagree. I uh-huh. know it does. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I do think that we're good down the... I mean, not good yet, but we're going to be. We have guys coming up that are going to fill those slots just fine. So I don't think that we need to make any moves right now. I think the guys are here. They're in the system. Yeah, I think Agreed. everything we need is within the system. I I like our depth and I think Goalies. we need to go. Yeah. We do have one guy, I will say Sergey Ivanov from Russia. He is a KHL goaltender right now. We drafted him last year in the 5th, 4th round. He's 21, 20. That guy, keep an eye keep an eye out for that name. I'm that's going to be the next up and coming okay. Elvis. That's going to be the next guy that comes hey. in and is supposed to take over. Kyle's called many things before, and so. be the and that's going to be the guy coming up in the next probably three years. We're the first gonna see time him you said Marchenko
0: maybe. like two years ago. I was like, who? Yeah, well, <laughs> Marchenko, and I've, I've talked about Malatesta
2: for years. Yeah, you know, wait, I mean, we can keep going. I just I don't oh, yeah, want to toot my own yeah, horn yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, it's yeah. just you know, relax over there. People yeah, say I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, i watch hockey. Anyways, next question. Um, Come on, Brayden, are you sorry, ready? I was just, there's a, there's a couple good ones. No, you got a new phone over there, but relax. I did. The sick, brand new iPhone 15. <laughs> so fire. <laughs> uh, from Gopnik Hockey Life at Gopnik Hockey Life. Front of bum. Do you think Elvis is doing himself a favor by publicly opening up about his feelings and making promises about his future with the Jackets? What positives and negative outcomes can you see from his interview?
0: So I'm okay with opening up. Like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Like, if you're especially like there's a stigma with guys that, you know, trying to like, you know, express their feelings. I don't think there's fucking wrong with that at all. Right. I think that's a perfectly fine thing to do. Um, but again, when it comes down to, you know, your, when it comes down to your job and your performance and what you're supposed to do, you got to nut up or shut up, right? Like you got, you got to, you got to perform in some aspect. And I understand there's the personal side of things and we've already touched on it, but at, at, at some point you have to overcome you know that uh, I, don't, I don't know how to word it necessarily correctly but like that barrier to where you can put that aside to where you can come out and perform because we're paying you to be a professional athlete and and kind of put the put some of that aside to perform better on the ice so like i have i have no qualms with him coming out and and saying certain things about you know his personal life and what's been going on but At the same time, when it comes out with quotes like we talked about, dude, like if you're saying these things, you have to perform, my guy. That's the only thing. Like, prove it to me that you are that you are turning a corner and you are you know, you're trying to strive for the better. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm with you there. I see it on both sides to an extent. I see it
2: from where he comes from there, he's opening up and, and gives a lot of his personal life publicly. Uh, on Instagram and all of these things as well. like We all know about his pup, his personal life for the most part because he gives it to us. There is an upside to that because he's more marketable that way, but there's also a downside to that. Where Big downside. There's a, there's a social yeah. media aspect where people on social media that comment on things have never done anything wrong in their entire lives, ever, for any reason. They, they are 100% perfect on everything they've ever done. The people that are commenting on these... And and telling him that he needs to change and he needs to do this and he needs to do that because they are perfect people, so that's what you're going to deal with when you get that shit. Mm-hmm. Us for the most part, we're like we get it. Like sure, we're gonna we're gonna comment on your stats for the most part, but when it comes to personal stuff, shit happens. We get it. Yeah, we know you deal with mental stuff happens. Like we we understand entirely, and that's kind of where I'm coming from. There is the mental aspect. Yes. Oh, that stuff happens, but you have to navigate around that. We all do in life, and that's what it is. But at the same time, you have to, you're have you opening up yourself to the to the um, people coming after you saying that you're doing everything wrong because you're giving them all the, your information. So that's just what it's going to be. And then for him to come out and then comment and talk about all the people that are commenting, saying that he's doing wrong things after he's given them everything and telling them that they're fucking wrong it's just kind of a paradox yeah. in my opinion. And it, and it's, it's a little weird, but
0: I th- look, you gotta, you gotta kind of figure that out, man. That's what we all have to do. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta figure that shit out. He's just in more of the public eye than all of us are. Oh, absolutely. He is. Yeah. And like, and to kind of what you said there, like I, I appreciate, especially professional athletes. A lot of these athletes, you know, they, they bunker down they, and they don't express themselves in, in certain situations and we don't get to know them as people and players, but right? They have outlets. That's the difference. Yeah. We all have outlets. We have outlets. Elvis's outlet seems to be the media. Yeah, that's the, I think that's the and and issue. That's what I'm, yeah. Issue. Maybe. I guess my my thought is like I appreciate him expressing like who he is and what's he what he's going through and all of that like because a lot of times we do, a lot of these athletes they shut down and they don't express you know and they don't like they don't put out their full personality and we have we knew from the very beginning exactly what Elvis was because he came out with just with this this flamboyant personality of like hey, I'm your guy this is who I am very marketable and he hasn't changed that. He's just changed it in certain ways about what's happening within his life. So I respect the fact that he's still up front about things that are happening. But again, when you come out with quotes like you came out with, you have to back it up. And if you don't, then people are absolutely going to shit on you. Yeah, it is. what That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Next question. Cool. Uh, from Jay. We're just going to go down the line here. There's
2: some good questions. We can talk about all these. That's Hell a yeah.
0: long ass podcast tonight. Uh, dude, I'm fine with it.
2: Uh, from Jason Woods at Jason underscore Woody. Oh, one. Why is Pascal returning back to trying line A at center, knowing we have so many guys ready for that position? Preseason? Yes, but <laughs> also <laughs> like he did it last year. He was head coach for what? Two games last year? Did he put No, not Pascal, the- but like line A played center oh, yeah, last yeah, 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 year yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So that's, and he did well. He didn't do bad by any means. He did well. He sees the ice well. He knows what's happening in front of him. He's a big dude with a long stick that can get the pass around guys you know <laughs> gets good penetration gets in there uh but i think they're trying it out because line a pascal is somebody who's open to listening to what the players want to do he's not a guy like Babcock or torts who says this is my this is my plan this is my system either fit into it or get the fuck out of here uh which is apparently there's no place for that in this league anymore um but i i think that pascal vincent listened to line a has listened to the fans saying about talking about this and is trying them out because that's something that line. A wants to try to do. I don't think line a is going to play center ever for us this season because say, there like, is so many do. I think it's totally like you said, a preseason thing yeah. where they're trying it out because line. A
0: said so. So like, yeah. I, I respect the mindset of like a coach, like, all right, cool. If you are, you are super adamant about this. Let's try it out. But I also more so respect the coaches. Like that's not your role. And that's where I'm still out with line A. I don't think line A should be at center. That's, no. that's where I'm out with it. Yeah. I don't really get myself to say Good that. input. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, fair. I, I'm talking a lot. I know. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You haven't apologize. been here in two episodes. You I know. I have a lot all, to say. Talk all you want, my guy.
2: <laughs> Big talking today. Um, From NATO Potato. At nice. Nice. I like NATO that FV63. How are we feeling about the recce hiring? Do you think the power play will finally be effective under him? There's no way to know. Yeah. Right? Because then like I hear that that you know, we hear that the power play is is also just as much on the head coach. Like we we know this and and the assistant coaches will take the bullet sometimes for the for the power play yeah. and stuff like that. So it you know, there's no way to know. There's I saw people in the comments when when the when the recce hiring was uh, I think that's how you pronounce. Is that how you pronounce his name? It's got to be. Two C's and an H.
0: That's a K, That's a, kuh, I'm right? going with it. Recky? I'll have to look that up. We're, we're, we don't know My pronunciations on things suck. So I could never be Greg Murray. Like all those away players that come in there. Well, he practices. Oh, sh- yeah. He gets the pronunciations that he practices. Yeah, he has to. For sure. Yeah. That's yeah. his job. Especially like new guys that randomly get called up like you never heard of before. Especially like as a Blue Jackets PA guy. Like you're sitting there probably in your basement just like just going at it.
2: The, the recce hiring, though, I think that he's going to bring a good insight from basically an outside perspective at this point, getting, getting hired so late into the offseason, um, even into the preseason, to where he's going to bring a new insight and maybe kind of shake it up a little bit. And again, Pascal has the last say on the power play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think recce coming in and, and doing that is going... is, is Probably not. It's going to do nothing but help. I would think. Yeah. Only like, time will tell, yeah. but I, I don't see this not helping.
0: Yeah. No. Time will tell. Like it's it's just it, the verdict's so far out. Like we don't fucking. This is know. a Vincent.
2: This is a Vincent handpick, right? I believe so. Yeah. So yeah, Vinny yeah. says
0: F is for family. F, F is and
2: for Rekhi family. And Wrecky is family, baby. He's family. I'm all in. He's I love fam- Pascal apparently. Vincent. I am a Pascal Vincent stan.
0: That's fair. I'm, I am. I, I'm still I, on the side I of, like... I want him to do so well. I'm still... I, yeah, like, obviously, I want him to do well, but, like, I'm still on the wait and see. Let's see what happens. But, yeah, no, I guess when it comes down to uh, Recky... Um, hopefully I'm saying his name right. Fuck uh, it. Just keep saying it this Experience, point. baby. He has experience. He, He's been a part what, of Stanley 22 Cup. 22 years in the league? I mean, he has, yeah. He has three Stanley Cups as a player. He has two Stanley Cups as an assistant coach in Pittsburgh. <laughs> The dude's been around so he obviously had knows what he's doing. He right? knows like, what it looks he knows what a Stanley Cup team
2: looks like yeah. from front to back. He's been on five yeah. of them. so I'm he I'm, knows what that am, looks like and what it feels like
0: and he he's going to help guide this team in the right direction. yeah so I, yeah, I'm yeah. fully confident <laughs> in his ability to like navigate the the players that we do have to at least uh, to at least put out a, a a product of the power play that will be successful. And yeah, so I, I'm fully on board with him. And uh again, like when it came down to Pascal Vincent saying, Hey, listen, I know I already said it, but like we need some gray hair here, and like this dude has the experience. He has the the three Stanley Cuff as a player, two as a coach. Like the dude, he's been around. He knows what he knows what it takes to win. And so when the hire came and I did some research, I got hype on it, man. Like so yeah, it's, the verdict's obviously out and, and and there's time will tell. So it's we're, we we do not have a we don't have a magic, you know, what do you call it when you're a fortune teller? Magic A ball. A crystal ball. Crystal ball. Crystal ball. Don't have a crystal ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's our excuse. Yep. Only time will tell. Only we, time will tell. Yeah. And then in two months we'll be yelling. Yeah. yeah, about yeah. how bad it was yeah. and how we've been, ah, oh, this was a bad idea from the beginning. We've been saying it. Yeah. We've been,
2: five, I've been saying it for years. This is a bad idea. No Actually, on episode 258, <laughs> 10 uh, <laughs>
0: years ago, I said we shouldn't have hired this guy. Son of a bitch. Before he ever even came to the league, I knew we shouldn't have fucking hired him. <laughs> Son exactly. of
2: a bitch. All right, next question. Uh, from average CBJ fan at Nick Schuler uh, who is going to be the biggest surprise this season and why? As well as who is going to be a letdown? I'm gonna let you guys lead. Uh, I think the biggest surprise this season, Adam Fantilli. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's. Uh, I, mean, I think the not biggest surprise
2: thing. this season is going to be Elvis Merzlikens. Yes, I love that. He is. He is going to. He's going to be 9.20 save percentage and below a 2.5 GAA. I love it all season. He's going to play 50 games. He's going to be at a 2.5 GAA. Who plays the other 30? In it. Who cares? Tarasov, We got Aaron Dell in the system right now. Nah, we got fair enough. We you know Jet we got Greaves, Jet Greaves, Lalonde. Lalonde like actually Jet. just got sent back to the OHL. He's got a cool
1: name, dude. Yeah,
2: Imagine your first name being Jet. That's right? sick. Elvis Lincoln's is my surprise this season. I think he's going to come out and surprise people. God, I'm I am really putting all my eggs in this basket. I, yeah. I yeah, think I'm I think a, that's that's going to be the guy. I'ma hold your feet like to the it. fire, my guy. I did. Please do. That was going to be my surprise, but really, I, that was going to be my. What's uh, your surprise? My my next one. Cole Sillinger. Oh, a good come like on. That. You're on
1: my train, my guy. I'm not right. on the
0: train. I bought a ticket. I haven't
2: boarded yet. Nope. Oh, my but God. I think... Polar it, I think... Express. <laughs> what? The... Polar Express. Polar Express. Oh, I thought you said Palmer Express. What the fuck is it? The Silly Express. Yeah. So <laughs> I think just based off of his play last season, how abysmal it was. It was bad. There's no way around it. It was fucking terrible. And he knows it. Tay McCraven wrote a song about it. <laughs> she, or right. somebody did, but she performed it. Somebody... <laughs> she actually just yeah. wrote, she wrote... It wasn't even a diss track in him. It was just a song about how bad he played last year. That's yes, all. Yes, that's all it was. But no, just I think... Just listing his, off his stats the entire <laughs> song. Just, just, just listing his stats. Three minutes All of his advanced analytics for uh, three and a half minutes. <laughs> but I think with just how bad his play was, I think nobody's really... Expecting no, no, a whole lot yeah, dude, out of him, dude. Everybody's
0: counting him out. Nobody's I putting think him he's in the not, roster. Yeah,
2: he's not like my top twelve. I, th- like, I think he'll be a big surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I was just not going to die on that hill last year, like you were. That's fair. You um, can call
0: it how it is. He was bad. No, he was terrible last year. No, no doubt about it. Uh, so I guess I I, I don't we, even know I, a letdown. Shit, so. like we talked about it a little bit, but we're going to get. I, I mean, in the preseason prediction, I feel like it's going to be a topping or a a, a topic. But I guess mine is going to be maybe not a surprise, but I think a player that's going to be talked about a lot in this just across the league. I'm going to go KJ. I'm going Ken Johnson, baby. That's a safe option. I don't think it is. He like, had 40
2: points last year. He had a great. Yeah. But like so you,
0: well, he has 80 points next he year. He did the Michigan. I know he
2: did. I did say 80 points. I was at that game. Yeah. That was nuts. Yeah. But like, oh, I was. I think we were all there. I don't know. No, that was the one. It was me and my mom. Um, we went on a little date. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's adorable. <laughs> uh,
0: so I mean, you, you took cylinder from me, but I, I mean, I'm still on the cylinder train that he's going to have a rebound year. I'm going to go. KJ just has his absolute breakout season to where the whole league is going to be looking at him like shit. This dude is absolutely yeah. legit, like a for- Yeah, I think just right. a a force to be reckoned with with within this league and especially around a team that's you know, a sorry Kyle, that's healthy. This this motherfucker. God
1: damn it, Fuck! <laughs>
0: this motherfucker. I, I I think I don't think he's gonna have like an insane year where he's up there with you know with the with the elites of the league, but I could see a thirty goal, 40, 40 assists season. I
2: said I think you no. Know, I know it wasn't a predictions episode, but I think it was three four episodes ago maybe. I put KJ at eighty points, yeah. thirty five goals. I am I am doing an article and we are logging all of our I do it. predictions in, yeah. in 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 said article. Uh, honorable mention next Wednesday I will be here with my laptop finishing the article electric as we do our fucking so it's got, we're gonna record this shit and yeah. we're gonna yeah. be yeah. held accountable feature the, <laughs> I'm, I'm Feet to the fire as Jordan says and the then fire. I guess there's the second part let down let down question let down, uh, who, let down who is going to be a let down this season I'm my, trying to think of somebody that was hot last year that could f- like fall off my my pick for this one is going to be don't say it Jack Roslevich thank he, you he can't... All right, relax. He, <laughs> he came in... He was fourth on the team of points last year. he not.
0: Oh, he'll, he'll have a little fall off.
2: Yeah. So now he, has, now he has a bunch of guys... Now... <laughs> I'm going to say it.
0: <laughs> You're going to say what I'm not allowed to say because you said I can't say it? If the guys
2: that oh, are gosh. better than him on the team stay healthy, they will have... He stayed healthy all year last year. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. If they... That's why he was fourth on the team of points. Yeah. If... Five guys were healthy all season
0: above him. You know, we're talking, we're having a different conversation here. You're ready I think to that's speak what's going AHL, to happen buddy. this year. There was another good point, though, from last episode a question. It's a contract year for Razi. I think he's traded before, like, right. in, like, before the trade deadline. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm so, I'm legitimate. I've been saying this all offseason. I cannot believe that he has not been traded yet.
0: That's, yeah. This, this right here, you're all going to hate. Oh, I, I've heard drastically drastically. Oh. My letdown this year. Don't say it. My letdown... Don't say from it. A, from a points perspective, not from his play in terms of, like, physicality and, like, what he means for the, to the team. From a points perspective. I think I know who you're going to say. Boone Jenner. Yep. I think he goes down in points a little bit. <laughs> you're dead wrong there. Because he's not going to be number one center. I could see that playing a factor. He, how many games did he play last year? All 82, I think. No, like 56. Uh, I'll look it up. He was hurt for a bit. He... No, it was like the last 10 he missed. He was there for the majority. But of he guys. was hurt for a little bit. Yeah. I'm just saying he's not going to be the number I one did, center, yeah. so he's not going to be flanking, you know, Lionel, Gaudreau, uh, KJ. Granted, KJ might go to center. But I think from a points perspective only, Boone goes down, but that does not take away yeah. from his actual, like, captaincy uh, the, and the presence he has. It's almost going to be like Felino. Felino was never a guy that had... The most points every. No, year.
2: No, I right? agree with you. Yeah, because so, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna have any of those top goal yeah, scores. Boone Jenner I mean. last year played sixty eight games. Okay, uh, twenty six goals, nineteen assists, forty five points, minus thirty two. But that's a testament yeah. to the goaltending and defense. Yeah.
0: So all I'm saying, like, I think his points total goes down a tad, but his leadership doesn't change. I, right. I disagree. Okay, that's fair. He's. I think the. I think his points. He'll will be third. He'll be third. He's
2: in. He just. He's like coming out of his prime he's in his prime now I think next year he'll have the best year of his career he had 45 points last year I think he gets to 50 next year easily if he stays healthy all season I think I think that he stay if I think that he's at 50 points easily next year and then we'll see a drop off
0: I just think he kind of reverts into that Nick Foligno role where it's not like you know he does his job he goes about it he's a good leader but he's not there for the points he's there because he's a leader on the ice that's the way I'm kind of looking at it is with, with the health around him. I think there are better options than Boone Jenner at, 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 at in, in terms of certain you know circumstances. And I think that is not going to be necessarily the big disappointment. I think we're just not going to see his numbers as flashy as we've seen in the past couple of years. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I can see his points taking a little bit of a hit. But yeah. all right. Do next. we want? Do we want to do one more?
0: We got one. Let's do it if it's a good one.
2: Let me look. Sorry. I was, there was a Big Brother update, so I had oh to check it out. You mean to do it? Hmm? You mean to do it? Yeah, you do it. Uh, Next question from Boom Goes the Cannon at Green9510. Uh, What recipe would you want out of Master Air Fryer line as cookbook? I feel like he cooks up a mean... I mean,
1: yeah,
0: Fantilli's chicken parm. Fantilli's really high on. Uh, if
2: you're cooking chicken parm in the air fryer, <laughs> you we need to have a I conversation. To think, buddy. I was trying to think of like a uh, high end meal that you could bust out in an air fryer. So Listen f- to me, Jeremy. Like- Jeremy from subject. Jeremy Paul from su- from subjectively speaking made the most amazing chicken parm I've ever had in really? my life in Traverse City. He's never cooked for me before. Were yeah. you were you drunk? No, it was, was it incredible. Was that good. It even it it look it up. It's on Twitter. Uh, Bucci even rated it. Oh, Lucha I saw Gross that. himself, he I rated that. Yeah, it. Yeah. He said, "Give that Parm twenty-five games in the AHL, and that's NHL ready." <laughs> <laughs> he said that himself. Uh, there you go. Uh, I feel like do not put that shit in the air. So Fryer. for frame wrong, of dude. reference, I'm though, trying to think of so, a high-end meal you could throw in. Oh, yeah. So give, give some reference.
0: Fantilli yeah. was really high on Patrick Laine's air frying ability. Is that that's where this is all kind of coming from? Yeah, I don't think they're rooming. Right now, I think they were rooming for a little. They bit. still, they still live together. They do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So That's so cute. So Lyonnaise big or uh, Fantilli's big on the old, you know, Patrick Lyonnaise and his air frying skills. So,
2: uh, so apparently, Lyonnaise makes a great steak in an air fryer. I don't trust a steak. According in an to air Fantilli, fryer. and why not? And I, you can eat steak raw. And I would. You lo- can. Yeah. And I would love to try that. Okay. I mm-hmm. think I think it depends on how you is. Uh, I want to try this. I want to. I want the steak recipe from line a's cookbook. I think there's a way to go about it cooking. <laughs> That's at what the I Air want. fryer though. I feel like you must still so have to cook a it. Cookbook. It's it's from line A, Yeah, it's from. Uh, what recipe would you want out of Master Air Fryer line a's Cookbook? Okay, Braden, you were. What were you saying? He didn't say much of anything. Whoa! <laughs> I'm trying to. Um, is he? Doing the whole cooking process in there? The steak. Just just give one food that you want out of Liny's air fryer. Is he marinating? This is it? not a hard question. Pizza rolls. <laughs> great, that's a great answer. <laughs>
0: yeah, that that checks out. Uh. Pizza rolls. I'm gonna go with uh. Oh, taquitos. The, Sorry. <laughs> just the uh, homemade finished taquitos. <laughs> Something that never fails at any just restaurant. Got black sausage in it. <laughs> just give me some chicken fingers oh you so, okay you're 34 years old i, I bet listen, i know but i'm just saying they never if you go to a I, restaurant you patrick know patrick line is
2: cutting the cutting the breast himself and and breading it himself ham breaded yeah. it, and then he puts it in the air fryer okay, fire. okay yeah. see that's, I like that's that. what we're talking about here. i like that not just like frozen out the look we're not like degenerates yeah. everywhere. we are because <laughs> i i get some frozen fucking tyson tendies out the, the freezer. i lived off absolutely good Holy to shit. go yeah good to go not not patrick line though he be he's cooking steaks. Line could afford a personal <laughs> chef and yet <laughs> he is cooking, cooking out, of a, out of an air fryer with cooking. Adam at 19 year old Adam sick. Fantilli. That's amazing. I, oh, I can picture it too, because I think I was telling <laughs> so Jordan amazing. about it I think the Sunday episode. One of my buddies from high school was out at the new bar that's in the short north, at Goodnight John Boy or whatever it is. It's where Seesaw used to be. And he had a picture up on his Snapchat story of him and Line a on the dance floor of this bar. Out of Fantilli, a little too young getting to get into these places. But I can absolutely picture... I've seen many
0: players with fakes. Shut up. Okay.
2: I <laughs> I can absolutely picture this image has been in my head. Like Fantilli being up, doing something like gaming or something. I don't know. Yeah. I know he's like very hard line on his social media. He times it out. But I don't know. He's doing something up at 3 a.m. Oh, for sure. He's on a Friday night. 20 years old. Lion is coming back at like 3 a.m. Just fucking <laughs> cross-eyed, walking on his head. No no way line a or er, he goes adam what do you want from the air fryer <laughs> 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 you, like, know, you know
0: damn well their freezer is just stocked you want that th- you want that 3am air fryer steak <laughs> dude i'm here for it <laughs> think about it. like th- those, these guys like you know yeah they're they're having a good time in old C bus. it's so funny you know? Oh, absolutely. is yeah. just, he's coming into his dude, own here. I, like he's, he's like growing in
2: this city, and that's the best thing for him. That's what us. I yeah. fucking
0: love. And I love
2: Patrick Line. Dude, Patrick Line is like such a, not just, but forget the hockey player. Patrick Line <laughs> is just such a, he's a great hockey player. He's a dude. He Forget he's, the hockey player. He is such a great, genuine, just like dude. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he knows the right thing at all times, and he does it. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, he's just such a stoic, awesome, just fucking dude. He's yeah. a he's a dude. I love that guy. And sorry, and
0: sorry I no, just love I, I love, love,
2: love Lion And
0: what I love the most all now, my homies love Lion. Already a. talked about it. Like he's his personality is kind of finally coming through. To all these, sure we knew what like when we first got him. Everyone was so hype, but he was just kind of like quiet to himself. It seemed like, but now on social media, he's coming out, man. He's coming out, baby. He's because just... he doesn't have fucking
2: Blake Wheeler to bully him, bro. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that was a problem for him in Winnipeg. Like he oh, came yeah. up and he's like this. He's genuine, like the sensitive kind of like yeah, wanting to be accepted guy. He's a really genuine good guy, and then he gets bullied by Blake Wheeler and whoever the fuck. I don't. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus here, but like. I know it was Blake Wheeler for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That was like one of the reported names, I think. I don't know. Look it up. Anyways, (laughs) source. He He comes here. The fan base fucking loves this guy from day one. The players accept him. Boone Jenner's a fucking awesome dude. Brad Larson's an awesome dude. Yar- when he came in, Yarmo's a great guy. Like everything around him just kind of came together, and he felt comfortable. Yeah. And I think now with Fantilli moving in, everybody accepting Fantilli, and just like it's becoming this one moving piece all together. And, and also, it, and, and Lina is a part of it, and he's it's it's just such a beauty. It's such a cool thing to watch, mm-hmm, like yeah. how he's blossoming right now and yeah. I think
0: that he's going to have one of the best years of his career that's this what I'm saying season. baby yep. that's what I'm saying I feel like you know him blossoming into Columbus like and also him coming in like three months before the season even starts like he could go home he could go to wherever he wanted to but he chose to come back here he chose to play in the Cap City Tourney he stayed here Fantilli roommate like Everything right here to what you're it's saying. It's lining up. It's all lining up. It's lining, it. up.
2: <laughs> lining up. He's the centerpiece. Do you have any more?
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I've got I think we got
2: like two more. Maybe two three more, more. Yeah. really? Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe like I two or three more. more. Critical. Is, we got couple. good questions tonight. Um, um, like I think they I, really I, are.
0: Like we're actually expanding a um, Next
2: next see. question here from uh Straight Jackets Podcast at Sigfusion. Uh never heard of you, but Learning about you, so cool. Hey, hope you, I hope you have a good podcast, my guy. This is an interesting one. So, would you vote for the Chili chant to change to the Tilly for Fantilly <laughs> chant? If given the chance, I don't know if this is piggybacking off of my little thing, like you know, or when he had a hat, when he had hat, He no, he scored the third goal. Yeah, that's what I was. It yeah. has to be a specific moment. If we Fantilli it. scored the third goal, and I said Fantilli chant. Yeah, I do remember you dropping that in the group chat. Yeah, yeah, but then I tweeted it. Yeah, but now, anyways, uh, would would you well, would you be willing to change it to the to the Tilly chant? Only if he scores the third goal. Well, yeah, that's the
0: thing. He has to score
2: it. Like if it's right? Johnny like, Gaudreau do, do, scores do, do, the third do, do, goal, do, and do. we're chanting Tilly, it right? wouldn't make any sense at all. I would rather say. Fantilli. Even if he didn't score, the if he, if he no did he, not do but only hatchet. if it's him that scores it. That's okay. what I'm saying. He then has the to the fan score the chant chant. Yeah. Okay, yeah,
0: perfect. Yeah, if, if he's yeah. the one that scores it, I'm all in on that. Yeah, yeah like that's that sounds that's all amazing. In. Yeah,
2: trademark, trademark.
0: All right, we'll file the. I on. did. I like the second. Okay, this part noise right thing. here means trademark official. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a. I don't have a button for that. Uh, hit I the goal
2: horn instead. You love that button. I do. Also, this is still from straight jacket. This is still from Straight Jackets Podcast. We're we're nearing the end here, clearly. This is from also from Straight Jackets Podcast at Sig Fusion. Also, would you would your podcast make a friendly wager with another podcast over who will win the Calder, Bedard or Fantilli? And if so, we're interested.
0: Um we can talk. Yeah. We can, talk. Yeah, can, I put, can I
2: set the line? Can I set the odds? Well, he said odds, so we'd have to be a conversation. Yeah. I'm putting it right now Bedard minus two hundred. That's probably a good uh, mm. dude because they're never a, they're never a lock. I, like I, preseason, I would, they're never a lock. I know, but if we're but it has to be a lock when you make the bet, so that has to be agreed upon. So I think that whatever Vegas thinks is what I think. Yeah, we'll go because off Vegas of, is always pretty good on yeah, the numbers. I guess this is my guess for what Vegas will say. I guess Fantillion. I think be, Bedard's probably like minus like five hundred. You think? Yeah. All right. Uh, maybe a little higher. I Anyways, believe, yes. Yeah. As we converse about this, yes, Straight Jackets <laughs> yeah, podcast. we, can talk. Just we would love to talk about this. Slide in our DMs. Shoot us guy. a DM, guys, and uh, we'll talk about it. I think yeah. that'd be a phenomenal wager, and we should publicize that. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Fanteley minus 100. Take it to the bank.
1: <laughs> <Come> <laughs> yeah,
2: morning. I'm with you. Come on. Uh, next question from Alex Ganey at Alex Gainey99. What's the plan with Denton matechuk He appears to be dominating and looks way too good to be sent back to juniors. A few of those regular D names have a negative impact the second they step on the ice, too. I also didn't read this one. I liked it, but that graphic was way too much for me Great to Great graphic. That's, that's <laughs> a fun...
0: So, uh... Kyle, you, talk- you comment a lot, because, I mean, you... You comment on this, because you've, you know, you've obviously been to Traverse City and all that shit. So, what's your... Let's hear your thoughts on this one.
2: So when we're talking about guys, it's, it's, it comes down to contracts, too. It's not just talent all the time, right? It's pro sports. So it comes down to contracts as well. When you're looking at contracts, you have to go one-way, two-way, right? So your one-way guys need to be in the league, whether healthy scratched or not, because that's what you're paying them for. You're one-way guys, and if they go back down, they're going through waivers, and then other teams can pick them up, and then you're giving them up for nothing. It's a whole rabbit hole we can go down here. But when it comes to Dent Matejchuk, he's not really committed to anything. He could be in the league and then get sent down, and then and nothing. And like and it is what it is. Like Jake Christensen or, or guys last year that came up from the AHL and went down. That's two-way contracts. So they get paid when they're in the NHL. They get paid one salary when they go to the AHL. They get paid another. That's yeah. a two-way. Mm-hmm. Guys like Dent Matejchuk won't see the ice as much, even though they should, because of that contract. Because of guys like Andrew Peak. We keep, we have not talked one time about Eric Good Branson in this podcast. No. When oh we're talking, God, yeah. When we're talking about defensemen, yeah. that four million dollar contract that's sitting on the on the blue line right now, fuck yeah, that cannot go to the AHL. Cannot really be healthy scratched because why are you healthy scratching a four million dollar defenseman? Yeah, then I guess does it he doesn't change? make a lot of sense to scratch like to move him anywhere.
0: I still think he's beneficial for a team that we have coming into this season. Yeah, I, a guy like a Branson, I. Uh, that third, that, you know, third pairing, I'm I'm okay with that. But again, you put what, him on the third pairing? Yes, 100%. Right. But I think he's beneficial to a team. Not a lot of minutes, but I think he's for ben- sure. When it comes beneficial. to
2: like bringing in somebody like Johnny Goudreau, maybe, mm-hmm. like he's beneficial there. Yeah. Like, oh, we signed Good Branson. Come on, Johnny. You know, that no, was what he was that, beneficial that, for. I think he's beneficial that was, for That was the We actually paid
0: $13, $13 million for Johnny no. Gaudreau because <laughs> the extra four is on Goodbranson's contract. All right. Well, I I think so, Branson is beneficial in other ways besides that. I, I, think, so I think He's like, a big body to have back there, too. Yeah, and he's physical. He's not afraid to drop him, and I think he's a good guy that, you know, uh, going down the stretch that would be, uh, you know, a, a, a part of this team that would, you know, again, benefit us in, yeah. s- in some aspects. So guys like
2: Eric Goodbranson who have seen a ton of ice time because of their contracts, right? Are th- there's a rate, There's a net rating basically made based off of all of their stats. So it's, it's a number between like one through whatever. One being like the lowest, and then you can go negative and, and positive and whatever. But zero is like the base. Mm-hmm. Erica Branson through the preseason so far is a minus eight offensive and defensive rating. Compared to Zach Wierenski, who's been a plus six... Damon Severson, who's been a plus five. Uh, Ivan Provarov, who's been a minus four, which is not great. We don't have a a lot of pluses on the team, but a minus eight from Erica Branson, a minus five on the offensive rating, paying $4 million a year for, who's taking up a spot for a guy like Denton Matejuchuk, who uh, I don't see him on here right now, Um, has played well and deserves a chance at this point, but won't get a chance because of contracts and guys that are older like that who already have a spot locked up because they've been in the league for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it comes down to contracts is really what it is. Denton Mateuchuk should absolutely get a spot on the team this year, and he, and he deserves a spot to play next to Yerchek or, or Kuhlman's or, or whoever else is up there with him, Blankenberg. But he's not going to. He's going he's gonna to end up going back to juniors because there's no room contractually for him right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's what it is. No, it, I mean, you explained it very well. I mean, it Yeah. Ma- it makes sense, and, like, yeah, and that's obviously something that's always in the back of, of my mind as well. But, like, yeah, I to me, when it comes down to it, it sucks because the, the limited room is not there. and uh, But a guy like a Branson, I, again, I know we get shit on a lot right now, and especially last season, but, again, if we want to chalk up last season as, as to what it was and if we're going to give Elvis this fresh opportunity, right, I think a guy like a, a a Branson, I think, can be beneficial down the stretch for us yeah. in certain ways. But yeah, yeah, uh, this is a really interesting
2: uh, chart that Alex sent us. Yeah, I was like, I was looking, I was like, that's just so a there, lot to so look at with this rating. The the Blue Jackets through the preseason so far are minus forty six, um, not gr- not good, just preseason though, I guess. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau is plus fourteen offensive rating. Adam Fantilli plus three, uh, Patrick Line plus eight, Boone Jenner plus two.
0: It's so hard just to, to sp- give you a frame of reference. No, there. it's so hard to speculate with preseason. It is, have, it is. It's speculation, have, but it's just have, what it is. You have split squads. Yeah. You have the home and away squads. Like I, I, I take, I take sure. nothing into that. Oh, yeah. it's it's total yeah. like
2: speculation and all that and its numbers, but it, it is numbers. It's the stats. For it's sure, what has it's happened. numbers, but fancy stats. It tells yeah. the history of it.
0: It does, but I I take no mind into it because the Blue Jackets. There's been a handful of preseasons. Where we have like just absolutely just lit the fucking world on fire, and we come out just absolute dog shit. So, yeah. I I I when it comes to preseason training camp, listen, do the roster cuts, set the lines, let's go from there. I'm not taking any mind in 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 into that. So, mm-hmm. any other questions? No. We done. All nope. right, we're done here. Good little pod boys. Well, yeah, well, that's good. It's a good one. We're at. Can you guess the time? Hour forty five. I'm guessing hour thirty seven two hours and 12 minutes. Two wow. 12. <laughs> Two, two, 12. It's a wow. marathon. We're done. Sorry. We used to do like long ones back in yeah, the day. We did. when back We had a lot day. to talk about. Yeah. That back, was like back when the team when they was, were good. Yeah. Tampa Bay series. It's been a few it's like, years. It's, it's been a while.
2: Hopefully we have a lot more from this
0: oh season. Oh my God. Boys. Are we back?
1: Maybe. Is, is, this, back? A, is, is this a, a, a good a sign source? for things
0: to come? <laughs> Who's back know. of the year? CBJ shit. artillery. That's uh, right. Come on now. All right, little boomers. Thanks for joining us for 258. We love you. And uh, barring any breaking news, we will see you next Wednesday. Yeah. Prediction pod. Prediction. Oh, that. Oh yeah. Come on now. Oh yeah. Source. Source. <laughs>